Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? The Rizzuto Show. Since he moved back home, <laughs> I've been bringing it. You've been bringing it. Yeah, really have. Have you noticed? Yep. How's uh, what is it? Day three? Day three back at home? Day four? Yeah, day, uh, night number three. Night so, three. Saturday night, Sunday night, and last. Had to go. It's great, man. No conflict so far. Uh, no, no conflict so far. I think everything's uh, going smoothly. Uh, <laughs> I found out that my dad eats a bowl of honey smacks every night. Uh, which is kind of odd to me, but Honey Smacks, yeah, and the cereal of all the cereals, is that did Honey that smacks. choose him? There, he he chooses it. I think it chose him because he can't have things with a lot of sodium after the no, old. The, uh, so he's not going honeycomb old, anyway, or the old carinary. Like yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. So <laughs> throw down some Wheaties. Huh, Honey Smacks so yeah. every night. Every night, and gets himself a bowl. I I, I was shocked. I really was. But. Are you guys watching TV together? Uh, yeah. Like in the living room? Well, it's actually kind <laughs> like of... Two recliners and you, you guys, your legs crossed. Well, it's actually kind of funny. Like, uh, <laughs> Is everybody in their PJs? Yeah, yes. Actually, yes, yesterday, everybody was. Uh, my folks were actually outside, and they were just hanging out listening to, listening to the oldie station. Uh-huh. And uh, I came inside, and I was... You know, doo-wop puts me in the mood, too. Yeah. <laughs> All I hear right. you, bro. And uh, <laughs> uh, ga- game four started of the NHL Stanley Cup uh, Finals, so I turned that on. And then they came in and they just started watching it and nobody changed the channel. So oh, we just wow. watched nice. a little bit of hockey. Because you yeah. had that gun on your lap. Now, I was told, why. I was told, what time do the Cardinals play tonight? I go, they don't play tonight. And my dad goes, well, you're lucky. Mm, okay. <laughs> mm. All right. Mm. 
So, oh, because we had to switch over from if, hockey if, to baseball. I'm so what telling time? you right now, if the Cardinals game is on, there will be nothing on uh, else on the television. What uh, What time did we have the Honey Smacks? <laughs> Uh, it was right before I went to bed, so right around like 9.15, 30. And this is an every night thing. Uh, three nights in a row now. I asked him yesterday, I said, do we do Honey Smacks every night? And he goes, yep, okay, mm. and that's that's the answer I needed. All right. Just a nice little treat for him. Yeah, a little routine helps. All right. Sure. Yeah, The uh, I forgot the... Uh the hockey game was actually on uh, on Channel Five yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think all of uh, mo- well, most of the finals, if it's during the week, is on. Yeah, during NBC, the week, right? Yeah, during the week. Yeah, I had it on for a little bit, and then I was like, "Oh, this is a blowout, so I'm going to yeah. turn it off." It was ugly. It was an ugly game. Mm-hmm. Mike, oh, cool, man versus food. Let's uh, <laughs> let's see a guy eat five pounds of tater tots. Okay, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ugly at all. <laughs> I don't know that man versus food show just gets me. I find myself sucked in. <laughs> and this is after kind of being in the know. Remember, what, two years ago we did that Pointosaurus challenge? Yo, we tried God. to eat that big pizza. Ugh. That hurt. I Ooh, just saw boy. the box upstairs. What was it, yesterday? It's still the box of it's still sitting upstairs. That yeah. video is intense. We need to finish that thing eventually. That hurt. I, I vomited. Yeah, you, you sure did. did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that pizza was the size of a high-top table. Mm-hmm. That was a big pizza. If you want to ruin everybody's morning, I think the audio's still in there somewhere. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'll try and find it. Go on. <laughs> hey, you notice uh, watching the news yesterday, I forgot the PGA <clears throat> Championship was at Bell Reef yeah. in August. So I guess yesterday was press day. And they had, what, uh, Justin Thomas? Justin, whatever. Is that his name? Yeah, Justin yeah, Thomas? Yeah, it's a two-first-namer yes. for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I got it wrong. Is he is is he um is he tops as far as ranking goes? Well, he's the number one golfer in the world, I believe, and he won the PGA Championship last okay, year. Okay, so and this is the hundredth anniversary, right? At Bell Reef, that's a big deal. It is. So big yesterday deal. was press day, so they had Justin Thomas. They paraded this guy around. Oh boy, everywhere. Yeah, he was everywhere yesterday. I saw him between blue a Blues player and a Cardinal player. Oh yeah, so uh, Petrangelo gave him a jersey, and then he was presented with a Cardinal jersey. I saw him at Bush Stadium. They brought him down to the brewery. Yeah, they did. He was hitting uh, golf balls across the street. They ceremonially, um, ceremoniously, they had his car stolen. Uh huh. Which is Aww. nice. Welcome to St. Welcome Louis. to St. Louis. <laughs> Welcome to St. Louis. You get a Cardinal jersey, a Blues jersey, and your car stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, we need to get some some golf players on. Yeah, that'd be cool. I guess my dream of being a uh, the shush guy. I guess that's not happening. Yeah, um, I mean, don't say no. Golf it's, players. I was going to say to start, yeah. we should probably a. not call them golf players. Why? Where are, are they? You? They're golfers. golfers. What do you golfers? do? Like a, I'm a professional golf player. I mean, we don't call them fisher players or fish players. They can call them you don't fishermen. <laughs> fish <laughs> you <pullers>. don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know the old the uh, you know uh, the, the the golf players. Yeah, we should have some of them bowling yeah, players this, on uh, too. Yeah, when they come to town, some to of the bowling pro- players. Used to be a professional <laughs> golf player. Now I just fish pull on the, <laughs> during retirement. No, I told you I wanted to be one of the guys that you know when they put the rope up to hold up the shush sun. Yeah, because I'd be good at that. Yeah, you would. I guess that's not happening. That's you would not be good at that. Yeah, the day will be going on, you check your watch and you go, hit it already! <laughs> Telling people to shush? <laughs> well, Let's no, go, I need no, to get no, out of here before saying, anybody just, else does. Yeah, just standing around. And I think you would be fine <laughs> for the first 10 minutes, and then you would hold up the sign, 
and he'd be doing this, and somebody would go, I bet he's going to drive this one right into that. And he'd go, shut up! Yeah, he, he, you know, he's, shut up! Are you out of your mind? The golf player's about to swing. <laughs> now I'm going to start yelling Papa Bowie. Be careful with the golf players! He has his golfing cleats on. I don't know. It's just one of those things that I want to do. You have some weird aspirations, man. Yeah, well, I have a lot of things on the checklist. <laughs> Slowly going through them. Uh-huh. Boy, if we get like, uh, well, listen, we can't get somebody like Tiger Woods would never come on the show. But, man, I bet you we, if we throw a couple chicken wings on a on a, on a fishing line and we could maybe get John Daly in oh, here. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> on his way home. <laughs> Just have him swing by here on his way home. But don't cut yourself short. I mean. Tiger Woods could be. You've had Screech on here. That's true. Yeah. That's about the same. That's a great point. That's yeah. not the same at all. What? No, not the same level. <laughs> no, I think we get a fishing line and tie a chicken wing to the end <laughs> and just kind of lure him here. And a Miller Lite. <laughs> God, remember his old reality show? Daily Planet, I think is what it was called. I don't know. We'll do uh, chicken wings and, uh, and a pack of camels. That'll get him in here. He was sitting on his private jet. I watched one episode of this He got thing. a private jet? Oh, yeah. Oh, this was back when, when he had his reality show, and it was taking him to, from golf Somebody look up his net worth. Tournament. Being John Daly on the golf <clears throat> Is that what it was? Well, I mean, that was, that's a show Maybe that, that could be it. And, uh, and they, no way he's got a private jet. He was sitting on this private jet at the time, and they rolled in a, a two-wheeler dolly of like three or four cases of Miller Lite, and he yelled, lunch is seat. <laughs> 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 he weren't kidding. I think he had a he had a pretty decent tournament. Was it last year? The Daily Planet. It, there it, is. it was either it was either last year or the year before. Yeah, he, he did went, well. He like, went pretty deep. Where they were like, "Whoa, yeah, look who's back!" But you do. I mean, you do remember that he lost damn near every dime he's ever made. That's too bad. But Doing he's still what? Gambling. Gambling. He, he had a massive gambling problem. Ugh. That guy has a vice. You're kidding. <laughs> but I do have his net worth. Ooh, all right. John Daly's net worth. I'm going to say he still does stuff. He still, I'm, I'm sure he still makes appearances. He probably has branded stuff of some sort. He's got to. I'm, so, I'm going to say two mil. Answer the show. Two I was going to say four. I was going to say 1.3. Two mil. Scott? I'll go high here and say eight. John Daly, net worth $2 million. All oh, right, wow. look at me. That's all right. That'd be okay, for sure. I think they tried two uh, reality shows with him. One in 2005 called The Daily Show. Or, I'm sorry, The Daily Planet, yeah. And then there was another one after that, I guess, that they tried to get going. Okay, here's a perfect example, and somebody in the chat room brought this up. John Daly, okay, when you go into town and there's a, there's a tournament there, mm -hmm. he may not even be playing in the tournament. He still shows up in a tour bus and does appearances every yeah, day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's the Pete Rose of golf. Who's yeah. to say he even plays? Right. <laughs> Every picture is him walking on a golf course with either a drink or smoking a cigarette. Well, his thing but is, there's is money like, to be made at these tour stops. Yeah, right. and 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 his thing is, is, so let's say the tournament starts on Thursday. He'll come into town on Tuesday or Wednesday, and then he'll go to the course, and people show up there when it's like the celebrity tour or the celebrity pro am or whatever. Mm -hmm. And his thing is, is he takes a two by four, a tall boy. Puts it on the on the tee box, puts the ball on top of it, takes his shoes and socks off, lights up a cigar, and hits it and tees off. Mm. It makes a lot of money. Yeah, it makes it makes some good money doing appearances. Mm -hmm. I bet you he'll go to a couple of local uh, local driving ranges. Probably, yeah. There you go. 
and they'll pay him for you know two hour appearance. And he'll you know he'll chat with people and uh, you know hit some golf balls. I'll tell you what I That's bet it. I bet uh, Top Golf right now is going. Damn it, we're mm-hmm. gonna miss out on this. Yeah, you know what? I just read something about Top Golf. So okay, so this is official now. So the Taubin Prestige Outlets in Chesterfield will re will be rebranded as a development called. The district. They. Uh, this is the smartest thing that they could have ever done. It's going to be called the district. So where the outlet mall is now, next mm-hmm. to Top Golf, it's <clears> going to be called the district. I guess it's going to open summer of 2019. And I guess this group took over control of the mall, the outlet mall, in early May. And I guess they also own the Sears location. That's attached to the Chesterfield Mall, too. Which is closing. Which is closing. (laughs) So the new development is planned to complement Topgolf, a new-age driving range that is currently under construction, expected to open later this summer. And they're not saying what's going to go into this district, but it's going to be whatever complements something like Topgolf. I bet it's going to be a bunch of, like, um, not upscale, but not dive bars. Like, I would think, I'm trying to think of somewhere that would be even remotely. I bet you a bowling alley goes there. In the, where the mall is right now? Where the <clears throat> outlet mall right, is. Right, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, because there's no bowling alley over there. The closest one would be on Olive. Yeah, where's the nearest bowling? Yeah, Olive. Yeah. I think it's going to be, if it is a bowling alley, it's going to be one of those real nice ones. Like a Lucky Strike. I don't know what Those that are is. pretty nice. Yeah. So is uh, that what it opened up in the mills or whatever it was? Yeah. Okay. When when it was when people new. were actually going there. What uh, uh, is did it say how long the mall is going to be as it is currently? I don't know. They say this thing is going to open summer of 2019. They need to start tearing stuff down soon. Huh? Now, what about the Chesterfield Mall? A real estate uh, company out of Georgia is expected to buy it, and there's no word on what they're gonna what they're gonna do to it. Uh, but I think that deal is going to go through very soon. Hmm. Within the uh, within the week or two. John Daly is currently on the senior tour, by the way. Yeah, I just tweeted him. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> by the way, his website, johndaly.com, slash drink, grip it and sip it with John Daly. Often imitated, never duplicated till now. You may have seen a John Daly drink before on a bar menu or concession stand. Maybe your loud-ass neighbor even mixed one up for you after you watched his cat for the hundredth time. Well, John wanted to serve John Daly the right way. Developed his own line of John Daly's Grip It and Sip It beverages. 8% ABV. Damn. I just went to go follow John Daly. Already following. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you are. I, uh, I don't think I'd want any other golfer. Uh wonder if we can find any golf players, though. That's a good point. Mm. Yeah. You better stop that. <laughs> no, you're the one that's He's gonna punch what if he face. came in? What if we did get Tiger Woods and you introduced him as a golf player, Tiger Woods? <laughs> yeah, I think you just go, see ya. All right, thanks. Thanks for stopping in, or if he, Mr. Or if, Wood. Or if Tiger Woods himself was sitting here and he goes, I just think back to the times where I was the top golf player. <laughs> um, even if we did get Tiger Woods in here, what the hell do you talk to Tiger Woods about? Yeah. You can't talk to him about anything interesting. You don't want to talk. You can't talk to him about what you want to talk about. John Daly would be open for anything. Of course he would be. Every crazy ex-wife, every DUI, DWI, everything. Let's do it. Well, by the way, Mr. Daly, you're not supposed to smoke in here. That's the other thing you'd probably be saying. (laughs) And here, though, 
if he were to come in to this studio currently, yeah. I think smoking's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Riz, true. I'm going to need you to give me a little bit of audio here. <laughs> is this him singing? This is the John Daly song, I Hit It Hard. Is this him singing? Well, I've won and lost against the best. This old road's been a hell of a test. I'm still driving. I ain't slowing down. Get he's, driving, he's driving and putting. There's rules I love to break and bend. Mistakes I've made again and again. But I tell you this, my friends, I'm tell still you around. <laughs> I hit it hard, man. So far, man. He's talking about life and how he hits life hard, this but he also hits the song. golf ball hard. Like it's a country song. Hit it hard. Hit it hard. Yeah, he does this stuff live. Like on his Twitter, there's a bunch of pictures of him performing. What? Get it, John. I hit it. Well, tell him to bring a guitar in. Uh-huh. Darn it. Second tweet. Tell him to bring a guitar in, and we could, we could do a live hit it hard. Tell him we hit it hard in here. Uh-huh. Hang on a second. So the John Daly's Grip It and Sip It is it's an Arnold Palmer Arnold Palmer but alcoholic. It's a half and half hard iced tea and lemonade. And it's Argyle, the can. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Wait, it's got alcohol in it? Eight percent says. Well, I hit it hard. Well, now, now I'm making it a personal mission to get this guy here. Yeah, we should. God, that's startling to think that you, you toned you said he's on the senior tour. Yeah. Damn. I mean, he's, I don't know. What does that mean? Is that 55 or older? Or I don't know, but he's, or older he's or currently other, ranked 60th. What other golfer would, <laughs> would be would be interesting in here? None. Uh, yeah. Ricky Nobody. Fowler would be good. What the hell is he going to talk about? BJ Singh would be yeah. fantastic. <laughs> Ricky Fowler is like a... Um, he's kind of like a... He's I, a guy I, that wears I orange. Like, I don't want to say playboy, but like... Remember, a, remember, what is he going to talk about? Trolling for chicks? He's not going to talk about that. Says who? You know these guys. Uh, no, we don't know them. That's the thing. We don't. I know these guys. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> you truly do. I know the. I know he wears orange, right? Sure. Ricky Fowler's the orange. He wears orange things. Sounds like you know him very well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I bet you has got a pair of orange pants. What about the shark? Was that Greg, Greg Norman? Norman? Where's he been? I'm Australia. <clears throat> what about the guy that just uh, got his ass beat by his wife for not doing well in the tournament? Whatever that. That would be is. interesting. Yeah, that would be. All right, Golf.com has a list of the 18 coolest golfers ever. <laughs> John Daly's got to be number one. No, nope, he's not. <laughs> Lafferty Daniel. Arnold, who's, who's Arnold Palmer's number one? We can't get him. Fred Couples. I don't know who the hell that. Uh, this is we don't know these people. <laughs> <laughs> There's Tiger. With Lee the Tiger, Trevino is good. Yeah, we don't. Do, do you, uh, well, Walter Hagen, okay, Sam Snead, all right, Bubba Watson, Jack Ooh, Nicholas. Bubba Watson would be good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. It's daily or nothing. <laughs> get me daily. Grizzly Adams. How about Ty Webb would be cool. We get him. Is that uh, from Caddyshack? <laughs> it's Jimmy Chase oh. from Caddyshack. 
I got you. Thanks, man. Everybody looked at each other. <laughs> I haven't heard of that guy. The one damn movie quote I've done in the four uh, years. You got it, Jeff. Whew. You got it, Jeff. That's why I don't do it. All right, that's the mission. Get John Daly in John here. John Daly in here. Let's see what he's getting. In here. <laughs> well, hopefully by then we'll be up at the new studio, so it's going to be closer. Mm-hmm. All right, where's Bell Reeve? That's O'Fallon? I have no idea. No, isn't that off of uh, 270 in Dorset? Is it? I have no idea. There is a golf course there. What is it? Isn't that? It's on Ledoux Road. Yeah, Ledoux. Sorry. 270 in Ledoux. That's where they did the senior stop a handful of years ago. Hmm. It's a beautiful course. Obvious. Obviously. Well, I mean, obviously. Was it a, yeah, is it a goat track? Why, I don't know why that I had to qualify three? it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to change it to Eagle Springs up at uh, up in North County there. The par three course. Yeah. Riverside and Fenton. They're doing the uh, the PGA Championship 100th anniversary of the par three <laughs> up in Florissant. Nuts. Wow, Eagle Springs is still open. Damn. <laughs> ah, we need to go golfing again this year, you guys. No, we need to go bowling. Oh, well, both I'm, a better, bo- I'm a better bowler player than I am a golf player. <laughs> we golfed. We went out there and we did that on the hottest day of the year. Yeah, we, we sure did. Yeah, we did. My gosh. We did. It was, it was miserable. Because we're warriors. Yep. <laughs> that is us. That's what we do. We golf in bad conditions. I don't care how hot it is. We're going to golf play. It we was will. surface of the sun hot. <laughs> but hell, we're going to do as many holes we can, as we can. Well, I don't think we made it nine, didn't I we? I don't think That's... so. Well. We had enough swings to we get made, nine. We made in, it but... past the turn. Did we? Yeah, we did. did we really? I think we actually went 11 or 12. Ooh, you well, may have passed know. out yeah, about yeah, hole seven. Because, no, be, no we went, we, you don't think we did? I don't think so. I don't think so. And it was hot. I think I had heat exhaustion. I think I got in trouble for how I was driving. Yeah. You yeah. did. Yeah. You had your blinker on the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Typical. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, let's uh, shout out today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct from St. Charles. It's Christy Lapka. Yeah, Christy. All right. Loves listening to the Riz show on her drive to work, and she finishes listening via the podcast while she's at the gym. Been a loyal listener since attending the Riz show New Year's Eve party three years ago. She's been ever since. Oh, two years ago, Moon drew a penis on my husband's forehead. Oh, oh yeah. We had one of, those, New Year's. one of those happened at New Year's, too. <laughs> oh, oh, same uh, thing. Old penis head. Oh, you get old penis head. <laughs> uh, she has been to two Bud Light Super Bowl parties with us. And she's, uh, she's always had a blast. She says, I'm too shy to talk to you all at events, but know that I love you all. Well, you better stop that. Don't be shy. We're very approachable. So Christy Lopka from St. Charles is the Team Riz member of the day. It's a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Well, after the break, some of your emails, and I got to talk about this. Local television reporter accused of punching officer outside Bush Stadium. Yikes. I'm wondering if he pulled the, do you know who I am? <laughs> you have to. I think you have to in this situation. Yeah, legally you have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-2, Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show, your emails, Riz show, at 1057thepoint.com. We'll get into those 
emails in a second here. Have you uh, ever been with somebody that's been thrown out of a sporting event? Yes. Or have you yourself been thrown out Absolutely. of a major sporting event? Patrico? I'm trying to think. I believe I may or may not have been asked to leave. I wasn't necessarily thrown out, but I was told, I think it's your time to head home. Was it at a uh, at Bush Stadium? Was it? I believe it was. Okay. I was also probably twenty two. Beers in. Yeah. Right. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it. I mean, was, I'm assuming uh, alcohol was involved. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It was. Obviously. I think it was during a playoff game. It was yeah. time for us to go anyway. Mm-hmm. Like it was. It was time for <clears throat> for us to hit the dust trail. Scott, have you uh, ever been with somebody that's been thrown out of a stadium? Not that I recall. Even on the road days, I don't think I was with folks who got kicked out. Were you with me at the Blues game um, uh, just a few months ago when our buddy came up and we were we're like, oh, hey, man, it's good to see you here. And 30 seconds later, they were ejecting him. Do you remember this? No. Yeah, just one of our buddies. And I don't know what he did. I I think I, you have to do a lot to be thrown out. Yeah. Right. They have a pretty high tolerance. I, I would know. imagine normally if you get thrown out of, let's say, a Bush Stadium or, you know, uh, where the Blues play, whatever it's called, uh, Enterprise, you, you were warned. Just think about how much beer is served at Bush Stadium, how many people are drinking beer, and I wonder on average, somebody's got to have the number, on average, how many people per game are thrown out. Mm, yeah. And honestly, I bet you it's not a lot. I, I would stand on the fact that if you are getting physically removed from Bush Stadium, you were warned more than mm-hmm. once. You saw this coming. You, you know were told to settle fault. down. Yes. Yeah. Because they I, don't just grab you and, and yeah, pull. I, I'm thinking that they have a pretty high tolerance. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I bet you it depends on the stadium, too. At Bush? Yeah, I'm saying I, I bet you there are fewer people getting ejected from, from Bush. Or actually, maybe more because our attendance is so high. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to see that number. On average, how many people are thrown out of Bush Stadium a game? I don't think I'm they have the final number. Is that a stat even kept? That'd be a great stat. See which stadium gets, on average, most uh, <laughs> fans are kicked out. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with the L.A., the Dodgers Stadium. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Have you been there and seen people get ejected? They're a rough crowd. That's a stadium where they jumped the Giants fan and almost oh, killed him. Oh, gosh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. But they're the they're lot. hilarious, man. They're a fun. Sh- it's fun to go there. I would think maybe crazy. Yankee Stadium. I bet you at Fenway. Would you? Would you oh, consider yeah. with with the Robbie numbers? Wrigley. Are you only talking about uh, drunk occurrences, or what about like? No, anything. Street is just ejected. Thrown out. So the woman of... that flashed the jumbo the jumbotron. Yeah, that counts. There. Yeah, she had season I bet, seats. I bet you old school Shea Stadium, eighties style ponds. Oh yeah, ponds come days. I bet you those that was pretty rowdy crowd. Philly, I bet Philly's pretty pretty crazy. So I bring this up because so there is a Channel Two reporter. He is in some trouble, and this guy Nicholas Thompson. You know, I, I I'm looking at his picture and he looks familiar. Yeah, same way. I, I think I've seen him do a report or two. I think he's like a reporter slash producer. Yeah, guy. I don't yeah. know if this is an evening guy. He's not on in the morning. If he's just weekends, but he works for Channel Two. Channel 2 News. He's accused of assaulting some police officers outside of Bush last Thursday. And here's here's what they're saying. Nick appeared to be wasted when Bush Stadium employees told him to leave. 
So how drunk do you have to be to be thrown out of Bush Stadium? Real drunk. Real drunk. And he refused to leave and started cursing at employees and creating a disturbance. So not only is he being is he being drunk, he's being a drunk a-hole. And they ask you to leave. He eventually leaves. He stays on Cardinal's property, though, and wouldn't stop cursing, yelling, screaming. And here's where we take a real turn. This Nicholas Thompson guy allegedly punched a uniformed officer in the face. Ooh. And the officer was working secondary at Bush when he tried to place him under arrest for trespassing. Nick also hit two other officers who were trying to arrest him. So three cops. So he's been charged with three counts of fourth-degree assault, one count of resisting arrest. According to Channel 2, he's not reporting or producing for the station while the incident is under review. He does not look happy in his mugshot, I'll tell you that. No, he sure doesn't. He's, I think, 26, and he should know better. He's he's one of the guys that, if you're if you're sitting in your car right now going, well, why, why do I not? He's one of the guys that, he could be 55 and he'll still look 13. Yeah, he's got a baby face. Yeah, oh, I mean, he is, he looks like he's 12. What are you doing? Uh, covering Man. covering government is his passion, by the way. Oh. Reporting on government is his passion, according doing, to his bro? bio. What are you doing, bro? How many beers in were you? How many beers in were you? Mm-mm-mm. And what did you do inside the stadium to get thrown out? I just go back to how many times did you have an out? How many times did an usher go, let's just go, come on. Now. If I'm ever in this situation, and I've done this, I fully expect you guys to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was at a Cardinals game where I watched somebody get physically removed, and the reason was is they were so hammered that they were smoking cigarettes right in the stands. Yeah, and, and I'm sure and he when, was warned. And when security sure came over, hey, put that out. Secu- this is when you could still smoke in Bush Stadium, but it was in the designated areas, mm-hmm. and security was like. Get to stepping, and he went, oh, my bad, and then put the cigarette out, quote, unquote, put the cigarette out. And then and then as soon as they walked smoking. up, he lit it again, yeah. and then he told some woman that said, we've got kids here. He looked right at her, and he goes, I'll effing stab you. Oh, oh wow. that's, that's ground. And, then, and then it was, you're out of here, and he was, it was like a toddler. He was being drug up the stairs as he was kicking his feet. Well, and that's grounds for, for removal. Well, listen, I've been drunk before, hard, guys. I've been drunk before. You've been so drunk that you went to sleep within 15 minutes before. Mm-hmm. So you've been hammered. We yes. Were, we were there. Yes. In your bed with you. That's true. It was warm. It wasn't 15 minutes. I was. There were some pre-activities as well. <laughs> there was some pre-gaming going on. Uh-huh. Um, but I've never been violent. Have you ever been drunk? Drunk enough to punch a police officer, God, let alone three of them? No. I've been so drunk that I blacked out, but everybody told me that I was a blast. Before Do you I not have sleep. friends yeah. with you to same, go, same hey, story. hey, Nick, don't do that. Yeah. You need a no guy, Nick. You need a no guy. Yeah, when I get so drunk that I black out, like people say that 
I'm, I wake up the next morning. I'm like, oh, my God, did I embarrass myself? What did I do? And they're like, you just told every person here that you love them about 25 times, and then you went to bed. I'm like, is all right, a, good. Is this a rehab job for this guy? I was just going to say, oh, I yeah. bet what happens is he gets he gets put on the sideline for a little while. He goes through rehab, and he comes back and tells his story. I mean, it was a, a very bad mistake. Yeah. You punched three cops, allegedly. Yeah, I mean, that's. You may do some time for that, too. Yeah. Yeah. You may do some time. And that's not an easy job to get. A reporter? No. no. For, I mean, it's a major market. Yeah. Probably worked his ass off to get to where he's at. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got dreams of, uh, you know, going to the big city to be a reporter. Maybe an anchor one day. What are you doing? Listen, I know you're 26. But, man. I remember when I was 26, friends? something I did when I was 26 was not punch police officers. Yeah. I remember I, not uh, doing that. So far in my uh, 39 years on this on this earth, I've managed to make it this this far without punching a police officer. Crazy. <laughs> you haven't lived. <laughs> then you haven't lived. Crazy. So, somebody else is saying, like, I mean, did it come out? Did the story say that he was intoxicated? Let me see here. What does it say? What does it say? Because they're saying if it's not appear, well, it said, they said he appeared to be intoxicated. Okay, the, intoxicated is one thing, but then you ask, what about more serious drugs? Oh, I'm not saying that. Oh, I'm. It says according to the arrest report, mm-hmm. he appeared to be intoxicated. I think this person's getting confused because you said rehab, which I mean, you could go into rehab. Oh, you've never heard of alcohol rehab for alcohol? Is that new? Brand new. Is that a new thing? Ah, you throw it away. Why? Why? Well, I hope I listen. I hope I hope this guy gets the help he needs because obviously he yeah. needs some. He's got some rage issues too. Yeah, maybe. If that's your, if that's your uh, your drunken mind doing that, what's the old adage? The drunken or the. The drunken mind says what the sober mind thinks, right? Or something like that. It's close to that. Like the alcohol gave you the courage to do what you wanted to do anyway. Or yeah, something a, like that. a drunk yeah. says what a sober person thinks. Mm-hmm. The also a bird in a hand is worth two in the bush. That, I don't know what that means. Totally applies here. Yep. <laughs> All right, Jeff, uh, some emails. Sure. Uh, just this is no no name on this one. Just wanted to get your guys' opinion on how often you use your bath towel. In other words, how often you rotate out for a new one. Oh, I use it once and throw it in the garbage. <clears throat> okay. A new one. You guys talk about everyday stuff, and I'm just curious. My twin sister only uses hers once. I use mine over and over again. I feel like my body's clean, therefore I just hang it to dry and use it again. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, I this may sound gross, maybe a week. Oh, God, I'll go for longer than that. Yeah. I'll go until when I'm wiping myself down. I go, oof, time for a new one. It's musty. Yeah, it's there's no timetable with me. Might say about a week. Yeah. I can go a week. I'll go over a week, probably. That's I'd a imagine. tremendous waste if you're washing it every single time. Yeah, I agree. My, you know what? And my kids went, I went through that with my kids. It was like, why do you have so many towels in your in your laundry? That's and they why were going we installed one hooks a, in the bathroom. One a yeah, day. And I was like, up. you can use a new towel every day as soon as you start doing your own damn laundry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't have to I'm wash it as much if you use it after you shower. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
As opposed to... Before. Yes, thank you, Scott. <laughs> Hang on, I have to dry off before I get in the shower. Uh, this guy. This is good. We're going to do this all the time now? What? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. How often do they change theirs? Uh, the one lady says, or the one girl says, the twin only uses hers once. She just says over and over again. I feel like my body's clean, therefore I hang it up to dry yeah, and I yeah, use I it again. Once a week. Over and over again. Yeah, even yeah I'm, a little, I'm a little shorter than that, but right around there. I mean, even in hotels, I got the sign to say, hey, man, please reuse this more than once. Mm -hmm. When you're done, yeah, stop being wasteful. Toss it on the floor, but hang it up and we'll leave it. <laughs> yeah, make sure you toss it on the floor. Next. Hi, Rachel. Hey. My name is Rachel. I'm a medical intuitive. If anybody wants to Google that now, I have it in front of me, though. That helps doctors as well as personal clients get, the root, get to the root of their physical ailment. I have done cases as severe as finding a brain tumor to minor cases of stopping headaches and stomach aches. I would love to do a free reading for all of you guys to talk on what the air about that? it. I can give you the definition if you'd like. A medical intuitive. It's like alternative medicine... Um, diagnoses. An alternative medicine practitioner who claims to use their self-described intuitive abilities to find the cause of physical or emotional conditions. Other terms for such a person include medical clairvoyant, medical psychic, or intuitive counselor. Is that when like a police department hires a psychic to go find a body? I don't, I don't think it's the exact Is same thing. Is there real thing. science behind this? That I couldn't tell you. I don't know. She says your show is awesome. Well, thank you. A little you. more info, and she gave her thank website. Thank you for the thank you for the uh, for the info and the uh, and the email. And if anybody down, if anybody's down to get red, you down for it, Jeff? Uh, sure. I don't know what she's gonna find on me, but she's, I, but she's I gonna say, I got a feeling you have Crohn's. <laughs> Damn, you're good, <laughs> and you're creepy. <laughs> Damn, you're really good. She'll look at me and she'll go. I sense that you've gone through a health change. Uh -huh. <laughs> Maybe you've lost some weight in the past. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I I'm, 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 you know what? I'm going to check out your website. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Next. Uh, dear Rizzuto Show, I hope you all are doing well. So, King Scott, you have one job. I don't know what happened, but you have music and commercials in your podcast from Friday of last week. What is going on? What happened? Signed, a weirdo. No name. Just a weirdo. Huh, Scott? To All be right. fair. No, I didn't say, hey, Moon. Well, I was just going to say. I, I didn't say, hey, Moon. Go ahead, Scott. All right. We were switching over our server that day, and so we had a fellow in there with us. I was not able to edit like I normally do. My routine was way off, mm -hmm. and I was running behind, and then I had to run out immediately, so I didn't get to double check my work and Moon was finishing up. I had to run in and make a lot of phone calls, so I didn't get my normal routine down, and I missed. Yeah, come the excuse. Missed some of those. Right. <laughs> noted. Noted. <laughs> oh boy, you got you got noted. Just remember, with this program, if you make a mistake, you will get called out on it. <laughs> That's for, for sure. For two years at least. <laughs> yeah. Not by me. Oh, I don't know. Not by me. The listeners yeah. will not let you forget about it. Was it like two weeks ago I had the podcast normally is up now about 1020-ish or so? About six minutes late. It was 1040-ish, I think. And I was getting tweets. Where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? And then, uh, you That's know, good. you feel like you're getting fired. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, Scott. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the criticism gauntlet. Next. 
Uh, this one, no email on this one either. Just uh, I used to think that charcoal, we were talking about charcoal and gas grills. Yeah, but by the way, go ahead. Okay. I'll tell you after that. I used to think that charcoal was the only way to go, but I use a gas grill a lot more now. I take wood chips, put them in tin foil, wrap them into a square, and poke a hole in the center, lay it in the corner of the grates, and it will smoke and give the meat the same flavor as charcoal. Just thought you guys should try this. That's cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. I've seen I've seen that done before. I uh, I've done that with I do that with ribs. Well, I have the chips. I don't know where I acquired them, but somebody gave me some um, some you know like smoking like chips. Applewood. Like yeah, applewood. exactly. And I wasn't do sure. Do you ever do how ribs or anything? Uh, no, I, I mean that's great I, yeah, for ribs. Foil, you soak ribs. the chips, you put them in tin foil, and you poke holes in the tin foil. That's awesome. I'll, I'm going to do that tonight. I've, I've done that with ribs. I've so never you done lay it, it on top of the on top of the grates, and it'll steam up. Beauty. On top of the grill itself, or just on top of the the shield, the heat shields down on the bottom. Oh, on top of the grill, like in the court. Like here's the here's the grill, and the meat's over here. Put it over here, right? Now, what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, and it, when when the hood's down, it smokes. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you. Uh, yesterday, grilled up some burgers, and I think my grill is shot. Oh, I think God. it's done. Oh no! It never. <laughs> you cursed old, it. I, I did. The little temperature gauge on it never went above uh, four hundred, mm-hmm. and I had all four burners on. Damn. Well, maybe maybe it's just maybe the, the gauge is broken. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Those that things hot. get all gummy and weird. It you can tell. Hot. I think I may need to clean off the uh, the jets, like the gas jets underneath. I don't know, but that that grill is over ten years old. You ever clean the gre- grease trap underneath? Definitely do that because I think that's what caused my fire was the grease trap. No, it wasn't little... a fire. That it didn't. No, get I'm hot. just saying. In addition to all of that, if you're going to start looking at it, make sure the grease traps. <laughs> you had a grill fire. You like... sure did. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> man. Oh, you but you, you totally Show seemed... the picture. Thanks for uh, laughing at me. Oh I man, that's burned funny. my deck down, but that's cool. You almost burned his deck down, but yeah, it didn't. A railing about this big is black. What? Yeah. I mean, it could have gotten out of hand. Yeah, it really could have. Oh, it could have got real bad. I'm glad I laughed when I did. Yeah. I can't laugh now. I have a feeling you wouldn't have laughed if, you know, my house would have burnt down, so. Well, no, of course not. Thanks, dude. Well, it depends on the circumstance. That's true. <laughs> Was anybody hurt? No? Okay, good. When did this happen? Uh, Just recently? Uh, yeah, over the weekend. Over the week? weekend, yeah. Oh, no, man. I'm it. sorry. Sorry, there's just all these penis pictures. Yeah, it was, uh, scroll through. he was going to do a, a cedar plank salmon. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I sent him a picture of my almost burnt down deck, and he goes, oh, cedar plank. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for the tip on the uh, the the smoker. Yeah, chips. that's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that's great. Oh, now I need tonight. a new grill. Well, there's one on that uh, big bit STL. Yeah, that's right, bigbitstl.com. There's actually think, two of them. I think the the bidding for that ends what tomorrow? Yeah, it's either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, yesterday most of the items I was going to bid on or I'm going to bid on had two days left. So. Yeah, bigbitstl.com. It's it's what our our company, all the radio stations in our company. Got together some of the uh, the sponsors, over a half a million dollars in services and merch, up for grabs. Bigbidstl.com. I mean, there are some sweet things. That grill we were talking about. It's a real nice There's grill. There's two of them. Yeah. They not only have just like th- that super awesome grill, but they have one of those full outdoor kitchen ones with the with the grill and the the uh, the sides. Oh my goodness! I'm looking at the picture of his of his burnt down. Everything? Yeah, there's a, there's Sorry, mowers dude. on there. I know Captain Jim has a, a gift certificate yeah. up for grabs there. More choice jewelry has stuff on there. Yeah, I mean, Cardinals tickets, car stuff. There's cabinetry. Stuff over at uh, Enterprise Center. Tickets for Fleetwood Mac, Game of Thrones, Maroon 5, Shania Twain. There's a lot of stuff on there. Corporate transportation. Hot tubs for Jeff. Steel and ink <laughs> tattoo. Yeah. They got something on there, so uh, they're awesome. Hit up uh, bigbidstl.com. 
for that online auction, which ends tomorrow at some point. All right, one more, Jeff. Uh, let's see. Hey, Team Riz. I heard Riz talking about how he enjoyed listening to murder podcasts. Yeah, man. Wondering if you guys had heard about the new documentary that was recently recently released called Dead North. And this sounds like something I would love, as, as a matter of fact. It's about a serial killer from Indiana that ended up in a small town in northern Michigan that fed her neighbor's barbecue made from her victims. Oh, wow. Okay. You can watch this three-part documentary, and then she, she gives the uh, link here. Investigationdiscovery.com is on there. It's on there. Happy What's it called? Is. What's it called again? Dead North. Dead North. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts once you watch Anybody it. finish out that one with the uh, the pizza bomber? Yeah, I did. Yes. Excellent, huh? The one on Netflix, what's it called? Evil Genius? Yeah. Correct. yeah. Oh, it is. It's on amazing. Netflix. It's amazing. It's a four-parter? Yes. four. Yeah, four episodes. It's called Evil Genius. It's on Netflix. Mm. Amazing. Speaking of podcasts, there's a podcast about that particular thing before it was made before the uh, the Netflix special that came out that has some more details to it too. What more can they have? There was I mean, they a, pretty. They went pretty in depth on say. that. Thing. Yeah, they, they went oh, pretty deep. Man. But this, I mean, it's podcast investigation, so it's it's a it's delivered a little bit differently. There's some other details that were thrown in there. Mm. I think it was a stuff you should know uh, podcast that was on it. Super mm. super interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you for your suggestion. Keep them coming. And don't forget, this coming Thursday, the next big St. Charles Motorsports bike night. That starts at 6 o'clock. We'll be out there. Counter girl search. Bike show. Free food courtesy of uh, Shamrocks. Weather's supposed to be ridiculously amazing. It's supposed to be a little hot. Well, to me, that's okay. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> I'm going to wear shorts. Yeah. I think I'm going to. Are they, they going to be the ones that through pictures look like jorts, though? Because that <laughs> no. tore you up last time. Remember that? Yeah, that is very That was true. a couple years ago. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. They uh, were not shorts. At Sham, the Shamrocks that provided the food last uh, last time. Yeah, yeah. Dude, tell me those chicken nuggets were not dynamite. Yeah, they were fantastic. Oh, my God, so dude. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's always a good time. They were like the chicken chunks. Like, not like, you know, oh, hey, here's some dino nuggets. They were like legit chicken chunks. It also so makes good, it uh, tastier uh, knowing it's free. Yeah. It's my favorite it. flavor of chicken mm-hmm. is free. free. So that's this Thursday, Big St. Charles Motorsports, beginning at 6 o'clock. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So sad news from uh, downtown yesterday. Two construction workers killed after falling down an elevator shaft. And this was around 11.15 yesterday morning inside the old shoe company building on uh, Washington Avenue. Mm-hmm. And the workers were cutting some pipe when the cable snapped and they fell down six floors in the elevator shaft. They were inside a basket that was connected to this, this safety cable. The St. Louis Fire Department has turned over the scene to OSHA for an investigation. They were wearing safety harnesses from, from what I was reading, but the safety harnesses were attached to the basket. Mm. And the basket fell. That sucks. I mean, devastating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just seems like a freak accident. Uh, the director of the junior school at Priory has been removed from his roles at the school after inappropriate images were found on his school laptop. And they're not saying what these images are. But in a letter sent to parents by the headmaster, Father Maximilian Toslowski, 
was removed from his role with the school after pictures were found during a routine review of electronic devices used by school staff. The images were downloaded from the Internet, and the content was not associated with the school in any way. Father Toslowski was also removed from the St. Louis Abbey campus while the incident is being investigated. And the letter to the parents made sure to say that the school nor St. Louis Abbey have received any allegations of inappropriate behavior by Father Toslowski. And just, is it not going on to say what they found? All they're saying is, quote, inappropriate images. Stuff that's not supposed to be on a school laptop. I don't know if that means just a school laptop or any laptop, period, right. legally. Right. It could all be, hey, this is, is a work computer, don't look at All they're saying is inappropriate images. Police in Kirkwood are investigating an armed robbery that happened on Friday night around uh, 11.30 in the 500 block of Argonne Drive. I know that area well. Very safe over there. Mm-hmm. This kind of thing is very unusual. So the victim's wife said that her husband was walking home after meeting some friends downtown, downtown Kirkwood. When the robber stepped out from behind a tree, pointed a gun, demanded the guy's stuff. So the guy hands over his things, and he runs away. And to add insult to injury, the robber used the guy's cell phone to send his wife a text message two hours later that said, shut the F up. And police don't really have much to go on other than a description of the robber as a black guy with short dreadlocks. That's it. Interesting story out of uh, out of South City. This uh, Papa John's employee. This guy's accused of shooting and killing another man after a piece of concrete was thrown through the front door of the Papa John's early on Saturday morning. Now, the employee says that he feared for his safety and the safety of his co-workers after this big-ass piece of concrete was tossed through the door around 1.30 in the morning. So the employee then runs out of the store and fires his personally owned handgun at the concrete thrower. The guy was a 31-year-old Alice Upchurch. And after the shooting, Alice drove away and was later found dead inside his crashed-out car at Grand and Chippewa. And the investigation is ongoing. And from what I read, police are looking to file charges against this employee. Wow. In a statement, Papa John said, the safety of our team members and customers is a top priority for Papa John's. Company policy prohibits employees from utilizing firearms in the performance of their duties. And they also said they're cooperating with the police investigation. So I'm going to be curious to see what's going on with this story. What happens? Just doesn't something isn't adding up. Like yeah, seems, even even if even if this was the case, like everything that has been said is truthful, maybe a little quick, you know? Maybe, yeah, maybe a little quick decision making there. Yeah. Quick on the draw with that gun. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely not the first time Alice was been in the news, but a little quick on the draw. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, President Clinton is uh, out promoting his uh, his book with James Patterson. And since it's a political thriller that involves impeachment, 
President Clinton is getting some questions about the Monica Lewinsky scandal. And somehow he did not see that coming. He seemed pretty ill-prepared when, when asked about the Lewinsky scandal in an interview with uh, to the uh, Today Show yesterday. And it got heated. This interview got pretty heated. The interviewer was uh, Craig Melvin. And it got heated when he asked if he would have approached the accusations differently if they'd come today in light of the Me Too movement. And this this gets, gets a little, little testy here. No, I felt terrible then. And I came to grips with it. Did and you ever apologize no, and to no, Yes, and nobody believes. And he's talking about apologizing to Monica Lewinsky. Like, did you ever apologize to Monica Lewinsky after what y'all went through? What right. she went through, too. And no, Yes, and nobody believes that I got out of that for free. I left the White House $16 million in debt. But you typically have ignored gaping facts in describing this, and I bet you don't even know them. You are giving one side and omitting facts. Mr. President, I... Doesn't it sound like he's almost taken aback to be asked that question? Yeah. 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 I just don't know where you, as a person of the United States, a man with hair and a beard and a nose... Like he's like trying to like delay while he's trying to think of an answer would sit there and ask me, Bill, B-I-L-L. <laughs> he, I mean, I tell you what, that, I mean, Bill Clinton is a master politician. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, ma- a master of, of, of skirting around issues, taking issues head on. But I, here he seems taken aback. Yeah. And he, Do you and think he was taken aback because the people that set this up said don't ask about this? Or would this not have gone to air if they said don't ask about this and the guy asked about it anyway? You've done a million show. interviews. How many times have you been told not to bring something up? Much or only, not much? Only, I mean... Handful of times maybe, at most? Maybe a handful of times. I mean, he startled like either, like you said he didn't see it coming, or he was this reporter was told not to ask. Yeah, when I say master politician, I mean, Bill Clinton is a master spin guy. Yeah. Most of them I mean, are. Yeah, most of them are. Yeah. I mean, this, the, Bill Clinton gets surgical with it. Yeah. But here he seems very taken aback by the by the whole by the whole questions. He did the no, yeah answer too. Yeah. Did you ever apologize to her? No, yeah. Yeah, by the whole line of questions, he's taken aback. In fact, Mr. President, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to present a side. I'm no, not, no. I'm not, you asked me if I agreed. The answer is no. I don't. And I, well, I asked if you'd ever apologized, and you said you had. I have. You've apologized to her. I apologize to everybody in the world. But you didn't uh, apologize to her. I have not talked to her. Do you I, feel I, like I you owe her an apology? No, I do. I, I, I do not. I've never talked to her. But I did say publicly on more than one occasion that I was sorry. That's very different. The apology was public. And you don't think a private apology is owed? I dealt with it 20 years ago, plus that's all I have to say to you. Hmm. Damn. How old is he nowadays? He, he sounds old. He sure yeah, he does. does. He's I had also, some health problems. Oh, has he? I also like how he's like, did you apologize? I apologize to everybody in the world. Well, did you apologize to her? I no, but what I was, you know, well, remember, he, I, he snuck in that no real quick before he kept going. You, you have you, you typically have ignored gaping facts in describing this, 
I bet you don't even know them. You're giving one-sided omitting facts. He didn't elaborate, so it's unclear what facts were being ignored. But if he's insinuating that the affair was consensual, no one is accusing him of raping Monica Lewinsky. But uh, Monica recently wrote an article where she described it as a, quote, gross abuse of power because Clinton was her boss. He was 27 years older, and she was in her first job out of college. President Clinton would only only say that he likes the Me Too movement and that he feels just as terrible now about the affair as he did back then. So... I don't think that interview went very well. He's uh, 71, by the way. And James Patterson, who's a very, you know, very famous, famous author, sitting next to him the whole time going, oh, boy. Hmm. He also uh, reiterated comments he made over the weekend about how he he does not agree that he should have resigned rather than fighting the impeachment when the whole Lewinsky thing was. Was news. Now, how about our current president, President Trump? So, you know, normally when a uh, when a team wins the Super Bowl, they visit the White House. So, who won the Super Bowl last year? The Eagles. Eagles. Well, actually, be earlier this year. But the Eagles were supposed to visit the White House today to celebrate their Super Bowl win over the Patriots. But late last night, it was canceled, and it's it's still pretty unclear about what happened. But both the team and President Trump agree on one thing. A lot of players were not going to show up. Trump claims that he canceled it over the national anthem. He said, quote, they disagree with their president because he insisted they proudly stand for the national anthem, hand on heart, in honor of the great men and women of our military and the people of our country. He said the Eagles wanted to send a, quote, small delegation, but... Quote, the fans planning to attend the event deserve better. These fans are still invited to the White House to be part of a different type of ceremony where we'll loudly and proudly play the national anthem. And it makes sense that Trump would cancel the, the turnout, that would cancel it if the turnout was going to be weak because, as we all know, he hates a disappointing crowd size. Mm. But wide receiver Tory Smith from last year's Eagles team says the president is lying about it being national anthem related. Because no Eagles players kneeled last season. Tory Smith tweeted, quote, not many people were going, but no one refused to go simply because Trump insists folks stand for the anthem. The president continues to spread the false narrative that players are anti-military. He says, my father served 20 plus years in the army, 82nd Airborne. He isn't offended. He understands the protest isn't against him. There are a lot of people on the team that have plenty of different views. Those that wanted to go should have been able to go. And for the record, uh, Tory said in February that a lot of players didn't want to go because of Trump's treatment of women and minorities and the fact that he called football players SOBs. I don't know, tradition or not, who cares that this thing was canceled? Trump doesn't respect the players. Apparently, the majority of the players don't respect him, so it's. I think it's pointless to waste time with the you know fluff ceremonies like this. I, I agree. If the players 
and and the president were on the same page, then sure, have the meeting and that would be great. But just because everybody before he has done it doesn't mean that you got to do it now. And I know it's it's one of those things where we go back to and we can have this whole discussion about tradition is tradition, but this is one of the dumb things. You know, like the president gets to beat the Super Bowl champs. Yeah, it's you know, it's always, you know, here they are presenting him with a jersey, you take a couple of pictures and that's it. <clears throat> so that's that's what happened last night with President Trump and the Eagles. It's like most things. If both sides don't want to do it, why do it? Yeah. Yeah. On to other things. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be, oh, man, remember that year? There is uh, more news after the break. You hear about uh, what Buffalo Wild Wings tweeted out over the weekend? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'll tell you that. And uh, I'll tell you why a guy is suing CVS. For ruining his marriage. You know, the drugstore CVS? Why he's, uh, why he's suing. You know, when it comes to corporate Twitter accounts, let's say you follow, like, Bank of America. Bank of America on Twitter. It's not like the CEO of Bank of America is tweeting. If you follow, I don't know, Disney, it's not like the head of Disney is tweeting. They have... Social media experts. Yeah, they have social media people specifically yeah. to put Facebook postings out, to put Twitter and Instagram postings out. So on Friday, somebody hacked Buffalo Wild Wings' Twitter account and fired off a series of, I mean, crazy racist stuff. You saw the tweets. Oh, yeah. Patrico. You see this, uh, Jeff? Mm. Dude, crazy racist stuff. Some of the stuff targeted uh, author and filmmaker Tariq Nasheed. And after Tariq took to Twitter to wonder why he hasn't received an apology, Buffalo Wild Wings was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Man, we were hacked. Those tweets, no mine. No mine. <laughs> I mean, you got to real. I don't know if this Tariq Nasheed guy actually thought that Buffalo Wild Wings was tweeting racist stuff at him. I don't think that'd be good for business. I don't necessarily think that uh, Buffalo Wild Wings would all of a sudden start dropping N-bombs. For no. Probably not. No, and there were N-bombs. <laughs> there certainly were. Like, that's that's when, as whoever you are, whether you're an actor or a regular person that's sitting at home watching TV on their couch or a politician, when you see Buffalo Wild Wings tweeting the N-word, you go, something ain't right. Yeah, here. obviously this is not them. This is not Jim Buffalo Wild Wing that's there tweeting no. away, you know? No, they wrote, uh, we were hacked, and it wasn't funny. We apologize for the awful posts, which obviously did not come from us. And in a statement, Buffalo Wild Wings said that they were, quote, in touch with our Twitter representatives and will pursue the appropriate action against the individuals involved. There's still no official word on who did it. I know we were, we were talking up in the office yesterday about, I guess it was a jilted ex-girlfriend of the guy that's in charge of the Twitter account. Yeah, whoever the social media manager is. Oops. That that's what that's what the allegations were. That's right. what people were speculating. Not sure about. if it's true or not, but oops. Yeah. You best be changing your password. <laughs> now it's gonna have to be one, two, three, four, five, six. So this may be the first time that Viagra has hurt a marriage. It's a guy on Long Island, Long Island, New York. His name is uh, Michael Feinberg. 
and he started taking Viagra without telling his wife. And to make sure she didn't find out, that's odd, isn't it? That you don't tell your wife that? Yeah. But I'm embarrassed. Okay. I was going to say, I could, I could see why, but like, I mean, you should tell her like, yeah. Hey, so. this is something that's happening in my life. Well, you know why? Because Viagra could cause other issues for you. And if and if you have a heart issue all of a sudden, not a nowhere. You have a heart attack, mm-hmm. and a paramedic goes, what is he on? And the wife doesn't know. Nothing as far as I know. Nothing as far as I know, exactly. So for whatever reason, he didn't tell his wife. And to make sure she didn't find out, he didn't use their insurance. So he was paying more than 60 bucks a pill. At CVS. Damn. Well, a couple days after he filled his prescription, his wife called the CVS to check on one of her prescriptions. And the employee there mentioned Michael's Viagra tour. And Michael says that his marriage has, quote, broken down because of that. So now he's suing CVS for violating his privacy. And he didn't specify how much money he's looking for in the lawsuit. Dude probably has a case here. They literally violated his privates, is what they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, how long did you think he was going to get away with this? I mean, he didn't go through insurance. And if CBS they... is not supposed to talk to anybody about pres- prescriptions. Yeah, but, but, te- but tell me the last time that you've gone to Walgreens to pick up a prescription for your wife and they've given you like, you know... A massive test to prove who you are. Yeah, what's the phone number? What's the address? All right, here you go. Or even even more simple than that. If I go in to pick one up and there's one for one of my kids or for Julie, they'll go, oh, we got one here for Julie too. You want that? Yep. Then then you go, oh, I've really? What's that, that for? You've never had that happen? What? While I'm at a pharmacy, go. Like I, Somebody I, saying, hey, I've already got, I've got one here. For yeah, there's one here for no, another family member. That really? That happens never had that on happen. the regular. Huh. Yeah. If I if I'm going up and I'm picking up my like because it's so dumb I live in St. Charles County if I'm going to pick up my prescription allergy medicine and I go up there and I'm like oh you know Patrico and they go oh we got one here for Dominic too okay I'll take that I've never had that happen wow that's that's odd and that's not a HIPAA violation for them to say that I guess I don't know I'm not sure I mean I've picked up prescription for like my wife right. You know, where they yeah. just say, give me the address and, you know, her date of birth. I wonder if the HIPAA violation is when they tell you what, what it's it for. Is. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, I think I've had it happen where they, they ask if I want the other ones. Hmm. Yeah. I don't frequent the pharmacy that much. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they were specific. Or what if they're like, hey, we got, what do you, you know, we got your husband's re- prescription here. And, and she goes, for what? And they go, oh, Viagra. This is a great point in the chat room. If this is their everyday pharmacy and he's not using insurance, like prescription insurance, why wouldn't you just go to a different pharmacy? Also, if you're taking Viagra, you don't tell your wife, she's going to go, why are you taking Viagra? Right, yeah. And not telling me. It's a good point. What else are you doing? That's probably why their marriage broke down. Yeah. Because she got questions. Mm Mm-hmm. And he probably doesn't have the right answers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that. Piece? He's using the Viagra for something else. For somebody else. Yeah. Like hanging laundry. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you ever tried Viagra? I have not. I know have people you? who have. No. 
Oh. I know. I know you, people I know who people have, have taken it just for recreation. Yeah, why, absolutely. Why? 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 Just to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People have like, I mean, just to, just to see, like, yeah. let's do Let's it just happens. for funsies. Yeah. yeah. All right. All I need is a cold breeze, and I'm good. Hey, have you tried it? All right. No. Then. It's not. No, it's not to. It's not to. <laughs> it's not to get there. It's to stay there. Right. I think so. I, would, I had a yeah, friend try so. the other one. Cialis. Yeah, whatever I'm exhausted one afterwards. I'm good. isn't supposed to be immediate. It's supposed to like last for 24 Once hours. Once I tear down hours. everything, you know, put the cameras away and I just, I get just, the goat back to the farm, I'm exhausted. Listen, I just want a nap. I just want to do some of my editing and get done with uh-huh. it, you know? Yeah, the internet's a calling. <laughs> this thing ain't going to update itself. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I don't, I don't know. I, I get scared with that kind of stuff. Yeah, same here. What if something goes wrong? Riz would be the guy with the forty-eight hour erection. Yeah. What if? Yeah. What if my <laughs> erection lasts for eight days? <laughs> then just call Jeff and ask him what to do. What do Jeff? Well, go away. <laughs> Jeff's there's a in kettle. There. There's a kettlebell involved, and I don't want to tell you on the air. <laughs> a uh, British TV, what they call presenters. You know, a host over there in the Englands, governor. They call them presenters, hosts. So she is taking some heat. And I, I want to see your, your thoughts on this. She's taking some heat after saying that she travels business class but makes her kids fly coach now that they're old enough to sit by themselves. Her name is uh, uh, Kirsty Allstop. And she hosts a show called Location, Location, Location. And she says that paying for her sons, ages 12 and 10, to sit in front of the plane is a waste of money. Quote, club class should be a huge treat you've worked hard for. If kids get used to it, what do they have to work towards? It seems like an absurd waste of money and very spoiling. Now, a lot of people took to uh, social media, of course, to give her crap. One saying, uh, you're going on a family holiday? Why don't you want to sit next to your kids? Another wrote, stop being a snob and parent your spawn. Mm. Okay. And she's refusing to back down. She's saying, uh, what the bloody hell is wrong with you all? They're being taken on holiday, for God's sake. They're not being sent to war. Thoughts? Hmm. I mean, the different classes are one thing, but I would, I mean, if I could, I would sit with my kids on a plane. Oh, God. If, if I could... Put them somewhere else. That'd be great. On yeah. a plane. What ages? 12 and 10. Let me put myself in the 12-year-old's shoes. If I'm flying without my parents, I don't care where I am. Awesome. Yeah, no kidding. Good point. I don't want to sit next to my dad or my mom on a plane when I'm 12. Any kind of, at 12 is kind of the age of, man, I would love to do everything by myself. Yeah, and if you're well-behaved. Indep- indep- being independent. I'm going to order my own drink. When that cart comes down, I'm going to order. Give me the whole can of Coke. (laughs) And a Bloody Mary. So she's getting some heat for it. Yeah. She brings up a good point. Hey, why spoil them? If they don't care if they're sitting back in coach, F them. Yeah. They got, you know, ratio speaking, they got the same amount of leg room as I got here Mm -hmm. up in first class. Everything's fine. Do they appreciate the hot nuts like I do? No. 
Who does? They're hot up here. Who does? They're hot up here at first class. I, I, okay, well, let me, I'll just play devil's advocate here. If economy or coach or whatever she's calling is good enough for her kids, why can't she sit back there with them? Because she doesn't she, have to. She could afford, clearly. Have to is one thing, but wouldn't you want to sit with your kids? No, she's, no. Saying, she's saying that she earned the right and she has worked hard to be able to sit in the first that. class. So sit there when you don't have your kids. With We're going to spend plenty of time together on vacation. Wait a second. So you think this is a good parenting oh, No, I don't know. I'm, th- I'm just throwing it out there for debate. I don't know. We're going to spend... We're okay, what a, plenty of time on What about a rotten 12-year-old sitting next to you okay, who won't a- shut up, who's constantly getting up, kicking the back of the seat, and where's your parent? Oh, up in first class. Okay, if it's a bad kid, it's a bad it's kid. A different, that's, that's a different game. Yeah. The kids are well-behaved. Well, how do we know if they're well-behaved or not? So far, we haven't heard whether, if they're not. One way or the My other. My kids are well-behaved. Of course they are. They are. So I mean, I'm, I'm saying in this, it, I, don't, I probably wouldn't do this, but that's also because culture has taught me that if... Anything is different. I'm a bad parent, which I, is which is why this is a debate to begin with. And and she's sitting up front. She doesn't know who's sitting next to her kid. I'm trying to put myself, twelve year old Patrico, in this situation. And if I was allowed to sit back in the back of the plane without my parents, as long as I was just to be cool, that would rule. That would me rule. and my brother or me and my sister <laughs> yeah. sitting back there, and rule. we would just be able to kick it as long as we weren't a holes. Awesome. Yeah, it's, this it's is a great like, trade. It's not like you have to take a car to get to the parent. The parent's just a couple rows up. Sure. Yeah, I was I get that. I was 13 for my first flight ever and it was a I don't know, 7-hour flight and my parents and my brother, we were all in different rows. So essentially it's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Exact same thing. We were all in different rows. I think my parents were next to each other, but my brother were def- my brother and I were definitely in a different section of the plane. And uh and there was no issue. And who's to say this woman doesn't go back and check on him every once in a while? Right. Or you tell a stewardess, hey, go check on, you know, check on the kids for me. I'm sure. in first class. He I has, can't go past the curtain. You guys ever flown first class? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one sure. of those things yeah. where if you if you do it, you're like, I can't go back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this lady's probably like, I'm not going back there and I'm not paying for the kids to be up here. Try flying on a private plane a couple times. That is the oh, jam. I've never done that. Ooh, that's the I only did first class on accident. They they bumped me up because they messed something up. But it was, of course, it was like a forty five minute flight or something stupid. Oh, I did first class to Nagano, Japan. It was, it was I was, um, that was when I got sick as Money soon as I bags. landed. Oh no, it was it was I uh, was doing the show from uh, the Olympics there that year. Wow. And that was the shit. That was the one where as soon as I landed, twenty four hours later, sick. I was coming back because I got sick. But oh, I had mimosas and crab the entire way there. By the way, Gordon Ramsay, you know the chef. He said last year he, he and his wife fly, fly first class while their kids sit in economy too. So, yeah, under a certain age, I would say that this is probably not. I'm not putting my six year old back there. Right, right. But ten as and much 12, as I'd want to. If, if they're well behaved kids, <laughs> nice girl. a twelve year old is. Yeah, pretty. Again, it's not like you're leaving the kid home alone. You're just a couple rows away. Yeah, and even so, I don't know about you guys, but when I was ten. I was home alone. I believe I was. I believe I was coming home. I think and, I was. And I, I was, believe I was coming home and, and my parents were at work. Yeah, I was home alone for a couple hours a day from like second grade on. You know what? Damn it. I, I got all my chores done. Vacuum, emptied the dishwasher. Nice. Make sure that's done every day or else <laughs> it'll be hell to pay. All right, that's your news brought to you by Travers in Eureka. Travers RV in Eureka, Missouri. Uh, Patrico's got your sports here in a second. Did you see over the weekend that Pat Sajak from Wheel of Fortune 
did the uh, player introductions before Game 3 of the uh, Stanley Cup Finals? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, yes. Bennett's going to be his only time. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't go very well. So he walked out onto the ice at the, uh, the Capital One Arena in D.C. before Saturday's game and practically put people to sleep talking about how he's a longtime Caps fan. And needless to say, Twitter had a field day making fun of him. Here's, uh, here's part of it. I am here in large measure because my family and I have had season tickets with the Capitals for 13 seasons now. We sit right down here on the glass. Be sure to come down and say hello. If you can get past our highly trained security detail. In those 13 years, we have seen great teams, great players, great moments, and we have seen triumph, and we have also seen disappointment. And it, and it went on Good. and on, and he did the player introductions not well. One person on Twitter wrote, nobody gives a hell about Pat Sajak's season tickets. <laughs> Others could believe a Pat Sajak snooze fest was the best the Caps could do after the Golden Knights had offered such pregame entertainment as a sword fighting and Imagine Dragons came out and sang. They did it up over there in Vegas. Well, it's also Vegas. Another person on Twitter wrote, this is amazing. Vegas has an over-the-top show for its intro, and DC has some old white guy filibustering on ice. <laughs> Who says the NHL doesn't know what it's doing? And then, and then Pat, Pat Sajak was like, in just a few moments, you're going to hear some booze as I introduce the visiting Vegas Golden Knights. And then he starts introducing the team, and he goes, ha, 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 you can hear the booze. What the yeah, hell are you did, doing, it Pat? Didn't, it didn't go great. But Pat Sajak is a legit Caps fan, so... Well, stick to letters. Obviously, we know the real talent lies with... Vanna White. Vanna White. Yep. That's true. All right, here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Cardinals back in action tonight. They take on the Miami Marlins at Bush. Carlos Martinez gets the start as he returns from the disabled list. Also making his return... Yadier Molina. Oh, how about that? <laughs> right. After, after a that, few uh, contusion. Uh, yep, after a few rehab starts in Springfield, uh, Yadi returns to the team after that nasty coin purse injury. Oof. First pitch tonight scheduled for 7.15 I wonder. I wonder if he's wearing a different cup. I believe he is. I believe it's actually a local company. The it's one that the, made that bulletproof? Yeah, uh, I believe so. The steel cup? Yeah, I, I believe so. Or made so. a Kevlar or something? I think I'd be wearing one of those. Me too. Um, I wore a full body cup. Uh, the, the Cardinals <laughs> used their 19th overall pick last night in the draft to uh, pick up Nolan Gorman, who incredibly was born in the year 2000. That's nuts oh, to me. Oh, boy. Uh, he's, a, he's a slugging third baseman, also drafted by the Cardinals with the 43rd pick, right-handed pitcher Griffin Roberts, and with the 75th overall pick, first baseman Lucan Baker. Draft continues today. The number one overall pick last night, right-handed pitcher Casey Mize. That was pretty much a given. People were saying he was going to be uh, drafted that early, hmm. pretty much across the board. The Oakland A's, they selected Kyler Murray with the ninth overall pick in yesterday's draft. And why the hell does that even matter? Why the hell does that even matter? That's the starting quarterback for Oklahoma this year. Oh. The assigned value of the ninth overall pick is $4.7 million in the MLB. Murray, who backed up Heisman winner Baker Mayfield last season, 
projected to be the starter this year. Now he's got the difficult decision. Do you go football? Do you go baseball? Hmm. He told reporters last night, right now I'm focused on the baseball fo- uh, right now I'm not focused on the baseball football situation. He did, however, add that he really wanted to play football in 2018. What do you do? I uh, think I go baseball all day long. I don't know. I don't know, John. I don't know either. I don't know. Uh, the Washington Capitals. Good to have options. Yeah, it is. I just think that you have more of a life in, in baseball. It takes longer to get there. I yeah. think you have a long, I should say a longer life in baseball career-wise. Although, you know, you got to work your way up through the minors. But you're getting paid. I mean, you're getting paid. Not that great. Not a million dollars or anything. But, you know, you get signing bonuses that can help you through there. If more, you do more, it right. More uh, strain on the arm, though. Yeah. So, yeah. who knows? Now, the Washington T- Capitals are one game away from winning the Stanley Cup. Destroyed the Golden Knights last night. 6-2 to two in Washington. It wasn't even fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Six different Capitals had goals, including one from former Blue T.J. Oshie. Game 5, the potential game winner, will be uh, in Vegas on Thursday at 7. It's one of the greatest all-time moments in sports. Joe Montana throwing to what we now know as the catch. So we were, you know, talking about it in the huddle, and Joe was saying, Freddie, I'm going to come to you. And then as we're breaking the huddle, he's like, Dwight, be ready. Don Landry is six yards away from his sixth Super Bowl. And, of course, for the upstart 49ers, they're six yards away from Pontiac. Third and three. Montana looking, looking, throwing in the end zone. You've all seen it. It's, it's usually you always see the uh, the video from behind yeah, the post yep. and the fingertips. Yeah, and, and him you know, catching Dwight it. Clark reaching yep. up to catch it. Well, unfortunately, one half of the catch no longer with us. Dwight Clark, who had been suffering from ALS, passed away yesterday. He was 61 years old. Uh, so sad. ALS. Yeah. Who? So who did the 49ers go on to beat? Was it Cincinnati? They play Cincinnati that year. That's a great trivia, sure. trivia question. I am not 100 percent sure. I want to say, what year was that? Uh, don't. 88, 89. I want to say 88. NFL championships, 95, 89, 82, 99, or and 85. So we want to go with 89? That's what I would assume. 89. Was it the best? Because I know the Bengals a couple years in a row made it. Did they really? I think so. I don't remember go that. Go ahead. I'll get it to you here. All right, while you're looking that up, this is a very interesting story here. There's a UFC fighter, and her name is Andrea Lee. And over the weekend, she posted a photo of herself and her husband, who happens to also be one of her coaches. And in the photo, they're hanging out at the lake, and some people noticed something interesting in her husband's forearm tattoos. They saw a swastika. Now, he hit up social media and immediately said that he got the tattoo while he was in prison and has regretted it since day one. But he's a changed man, and it doesn't represent who he is. People say that, hey, get it covered up. Get the laser removal. He said he looked into it and nothing has worked. So Andrea took to Twitter. Andrea wanted to calm things down. So she said, quote, neither of us are racist. We have an Asian and a black guy living with us. Oh, well done. Oh, my gosh, guys. It's a tattoo he got while he was in prison. Get over yourselves. He covers them up all the time. Sensitive ass mofos. Okay. Not quite the apology. She got lit up. A few days later, she issued an actual apology, but I ask you, too little, too late? I would say yes. Oh, well, the catch was 82. 
82. 1980. Okay. We were way off. Yeah. Yeah. In 1982 was January 10th, 1982. Yeah, think of it. Tom Landry was the coach. Oh, duh. So who they who they going to be? I don't know. Okay then. The Bills. Uh, the Oilers. Yeah, there you Stop go. It. Uh one final thing here. <laughs> We're about to find out if baseball's running baseball or if ESPN is running baseball. Because this is crazy. So ESPN announced that it was picking up the Yankees 1 p.m. July 8th game with the Toronto Blue Jays in Toronto, but for their 8 p.m. Sunday night game of the week. Ordinarily, not a big deal. However, the Yankees, they are playing a doubleheader the following day, so they will now be forced to play three games of baseball in less than 24 hours. That's and and the Yankees have said, if ESPN does not change that game back to 1 o'clock, that they will basically refuse to do any interviews or appear on any of ESPN's programs. Are we going to do a little day baseball, oh. too? <laughs> it was the Bengals that lost. Oh, it was the Bengals, yeah. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. The Rizzuto Show. Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Check them out online, ninjabling.com. If there's day baseball involved, and I don't understand why the Yankees are complaining. Mm-hmm. Bengals, not Bengals. 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 All right, today's <laughs> Headline Hoosh story comes to us from Gainesville, Florida. And this story plays out pretty much how you'd, how you'd expect. The guy's quick getaway plan never had a chance. So you got a 33-year-old moron named David Yates. He was huffing compressed air in his car on Sunday. He passes out. Cops find him. He slumped over the wheel with his engine running. So they uh, knock on his window. And he briefly lifts up his head, takes another hit of air duster, and passes out again. So then they start banging on his window. At that point, he finally wakes up, notices the cops, paused to take another hit of compressed air anyway. Then he drives off. Didn't get very far. Swerved off the road, hit another car, drove through somebody's yard, crashed through a mailbox, hit a second car, and finally comes to a stop. Luckily, nobody was a serious hurt. Cops got him into custody, looking at multiple charges for drugs, fleeing the cops, leaving the scene of an accident, and knowingly driving on his suspended license. Good stuff. Yeah, great stuff. <laughs> so you go from Gainesville, Florida, a moron named David Yates. Today's headline news. It's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Oh. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. Uh, still talking about Roseanne, the reboot that was canceled. Uh, we all know what Roseanne did. Uh, some uh, racist tweets. Now, Sarah Gilbert plays Darlene, spoke on her daytime talk show uh, about her feelings on Roseanne getting canceled. In addition to my statement, I would like to say this has been a very difficult week. Uh, A lot of people have been hurt by this. Um, I will say I'm I'm proud of the show we made. The show. Yeah, girl. Uh Yeah, girl. The show has always been about diversity, love, and inclusion. Yeah. And it's sad Uh, to see it end in this way um yes i'm sad for the people who lost their jobs in the process however i do stand behind the decision that abc made oh okay now we yeah now 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 
Now, all this crazy talk about, hey, man, let's just do something else with the rest of the cast and everybody else behind the scenes still have their jobs without Roseanne and Roseanne is crazy talk. But it looks like it's happening. ABC is moving ahead with a new Roseanne show without Roseanne Barr, and they say an announcement is imminent, could come this week, could come today, as a matter of fact. Today? I know. Still don't know how it's going to work. Oh, I know how how it's going to work. It could work easily. And I also know how it's going to work as far as Roseanne owning those characters. She's going to get paid. Yeah, she'll get paid. Well, sure, yeah. My whole thing is about, hey, how's it going to work? Our advertisers are going to jump on a show that everybody knows money is getting funneled to Roseanne Barr, who was the problem and is the problem, yes or no? No, because what they're going to say is they're going to go, yes, we had to pay Roseanne for the rights to this show, but we want to make sure that these innocent people that lost their jobs are, are still working. So you pull, you make it a positive. Well, in reality, it's all about ABC making a ton of money. Sure. So here's a question for you. How did they handle Roseanne not being on the show? She died from a pill overdose. And here's the other thing. She has to be dead on the show, right? Because if she's still alive, there's always that door that's cracked open that maybe she comes back someday. They got a Charlie Sheener. She's hit hit by by a train. train. Yeah. And then the train backed up and rolled over again. That's right. The Twitter train. That's how they killed him? I think it was a train, it, yeah. I get it. Smoked by I think, a train. Yeah, it was a train, a train and there was there was uh there was conjecture whether or not the, I think it was Rose, the neighbor, pushed him. Either pushed him or was trying to save him, one of the two. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it would it would be very strange to see and conceptualize about that show without the big star. Uh, but there is a, a long list of TV shows, hit TV shows that uh, some lasted a year or two, some lasted the rest of the season, some had long runs after stars on the shows left the show. All right, I'm going to say Valerie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Over to the Hogan family. Uh huh. And I don't know. Uh, this is obviously in no order or anything, but it's number one on my list here, Valerie. Okay. How about uh, 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 Cheers? The uh, yep. the gal. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Shelly Long, Long left Long. after Thank five you. seasons. You, yeah. yeah, and it lasted another six without her. So that's definitely you know a win. Two and a half men went a couple seasons with uh, Ashton. Two and a half men after Charlie Sheen left. Absolutely. Uh, Suzanne Summers leaving Three's Company. Mm. They went through a, a handful of replacements. It lasted three more seasons. There's, a, there's another big uh, one. Was it Mash? Did Mash? Mash had all kinds of people leave. I mean, like, didn't it lose it like a main character at the beginning? Yeah, uh, they uh, BJ left. Or no, I'm sorry, not BJ. Um, uh, Hawkeye's uh, right hand man left. Right. Are we just and, talking uh, sitcoms? Or just TV shows? But uh, let me see if it's labeled oh, sitcoms. Uh, no, just TV uh, shows. CSI. Uh, Trapper John, by the way, was his name. He left. Yeah. CSI guy. Which one? The red hair? Gary The guy that always looks. Oh, uh, Horatio went and went to do uh, movies, uh, and then he came back and did the TV show, the CSI Miami. Is that you talking about? You're talking about when he left NYPD Blue. Yeah, that's what it was. He left NYPD Blue because he thought he was going to be a big movie star. I was going to say ER. Uh, is ER on the list? Remember that's when when Clooney left and when all them dudes left. What the hell was his name? Craig Kilborn. (laughs) (laughs) What was his name? The redheaded guy. His and name is Horatio do, on the show. And he went out to do CSI Miami. Yeah. But NYPD Blue continued on. Yes. How about Beverly Hills 90210, Charmed? Both of them lost Shannon Doherty. You're going to be so mad. Uh, I know. David oh, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. David Caruso. David That's Caruso. Yeah. That's it. Uh, David. I, I don't know why I want to say David Duchovny. That would have been wrong. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. Tom, uh, Thomas Gibson left uh, Criminal Minds. 
The George After Clooney 12 leave, seasons. Uh, George Clooney left uh, Clooney. ER. ER. You yeah. got it. Happy Days lost Ron Howard. Did he say ER? I did, yeah. Oh, you said ER. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Happy Days, Shannon Darty. Uh, just like Shannon Darty, Lisa Bonet left both the Cosby show and a different world, and it survived. You guys aren't saying a big one. I know, the guy. Office? Yes, The oh, Office. The office. Two more Bro. seasons after he left. By the way, uh, the guy, I don't know how big a fan you guys were of The Office. Huge. Uh, that uh, Hugh Dane. You remember him? He was a security guard. Oh, yeah. He just passed away at the age oh, of uh, 75. Brother. Yeah, what? so he was on that. He was on Fresh Prince. He was on Boy Meets World. Everybody Hates Chris. The West Wing. Friends. Sister, Sister. He was the, the black security guard downstairs. Yes. New Girl. Kirby Enthusiasm. He was on there. He uh, just passed away at the age of uh, 75, I believe it was. Yeah, so MASH lost uh, uh, McLean Stevenson. Lost Wayne Rogers and Larry Linville all in it. Just, I mean, it went on forever and ever. So, as I spoke, Woody Allen says uh, that he's uh, just a charm to work with. Just ask him. He says in a new interview that he should be the poster boy for the Me Too movement. Woody Allen says this? Uh huh. And you know why? Well, I'll let him tell you. I should be the poster boy for the Me Too movement because I have worked in movies for 50 years. I've worked with hundreds of actresses, hundreds, and not a single one, Mm -hmm. big ones, famous Mm -hmm. ones, ones starting out, have ever, ever, not a single one ever ever suggested any kind of impropriety at all. Ever. I can tell you why they've never suggested. Because they've all been creeped out that she married your stepdaughter or whoever the hell she is. And if you think about it, technically, Dylan Farrow, his daughter, who is saying that you know, she was assaulted by him when she was, what, seven? Mm-hmm. She is a former actress, so technically you could say an actress did call him out. Apparently, uh, Woody Allen calls Sunni his child bride, as referred to as her as that. It's pretty creepy. And oh boy, if there was a re- if there was reality TV back in the day, would the Pharaohs and the Allens not be the modern day Kardashians or somebody? I mean, it would have been great. So here, there's a very disturbing song from 1970. It's in there. Is it's called "With My Daddy in the Attic." Keep in mind that's the name of the song, "With My Daddy in the Attic." And I'll explain to you the significance of the song when it comes to Woody Allen after you listen to the words. With my daddy in the attic. This is a this is a song. Huh? Oh, and there is the creepiest connection to Woody Allen. With his madness on the nightstand, placed beside his loaded gun, in the terrifying nearness of his eyes. I mean, I, mean, I could tell you, one of the kids accused Woody Allen of doing stuff in the attic. Right. Okay, so Woody Allen blames that song for his daughter's sexual assault accusations against him. He says it gave Mia Farrow the idea to put a false story in their daughter Dylan's head. And check this out. That song is by somebody named Dory Preven, whose husband, Andre, had just left her for Mia Farrow. Andre and Mia Farrow got married in September of... Yes, and they got married in September of 1970, two months after the song was released. How Suni's last name is that last name. Is that? Weird. How creepy. And they got Scott is. Joplin to, to play piano on the right ear. 
goodness. Did you hear that? that I did not. The bizarre yeah. Yeah. concoction of melodies happening. Tony got a John Mayer story coming. Just wanted to warn you. Okay. In his day, he ran through some uh, some women, correct? Master swordsman, that John Sure Mayer did. Guy. The roster includes... Tony Patrick. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> Wish Katy Perry, Jennifer Jessica, Aniston. Jessica, Jessica Simpson, Simpson, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jennifer Aniston, Taylor Katy Swift Perry, Renee Zellweger. No, not Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. And of course... Didn't he say that? Taylor Swift. Yeah. Taylor Swift. This got it. Yeah, one of, I think one of her albums is based on him, I think. And he can't always keep his mouth shut about those relationships. No surprise that those women may be running and screaming in the other direction when they see him coming. Now, he's on uh, Watch What Happens Live with St. Louis's own Andy Cohen, and he says Jennifer Lawrence is one of those women. Check this out. You have a lot of friends yeah. who, without you, would want nothing to do with me, and I find that exciting. That's John Mayer oh, I think so. I, you know- Oh, the, these two are like best friends. Yes, and, and at the beginning of the audio, that's John Mayer talking, by the way. Just so you know. Yeah, John Mayer and uh, Andy Cohen are like besties. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of friends yeah, who, without you, would want nothing to do with me. And I find that exciting. Oh, you think so? I, you know what I mean? It's like, you're friends with Jennifer Lawrence, who, who just d- doesn't want anything to do with me. And look at me, I don't have the world's greatest track record when it comes to celebrity relationships. So it's amazing to watch your friends humor me on a friend level, but also keep a, a fair distance from me. It's, it's really, really yes. fun. Because yes. if you are someone who cares about your image, and, and you, you take this job because it looks right, you don't take that job. Dating John Mayer at this point is conceptually just sort of a no-no. So it's really fun to get to hang out with your friends, your A-list yeah. star friends, nice. who otherwise would be highly uncomfortable sitting around me. Well, it's and I want to thank you for that. Well, I want them to see you in the new light that I see you. Thank you. Oh, getting it. That's his, the name of his new song, New Light. And uh, if you have yet to see, <laughs> that was creepy. If you have not to see uh, yet to see the music video for New Light, you have to go watch it right now. That's John- what I saw. He's like in sweatpants or something. Yeah. So he went to one of the like, if Riz, you wanted to go do a music video, he went to one of those shops and did a music video. Like it is all green screen and. Oh, that's funny. And then he actually went to the place and got it done there. Like, it's not like this is like supposed to look like that. That's how he did it. Like is a cheesy you make your those, own video. Yeah, like, like hey, six I'm, flags. I'm yeah. on a flying carpet. Is he your, is he your, you'd bat from the other side of the plate? Probably. Okay. I just like, this dude's yes. super talented. He's wearing a hoodie that says moon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. It's like one of the funniest things ever. Thanks for the promo, buddy. All right, we're all very musical, musically knowledgeable in here, but country music, would you guys say that that's your least as far as what you uh, know? I don't know. How about, b- how about classic no, country, country, though? Classic country. Uh, it depends. I don't know much. Jeopardy did a classic country uh, category, and they swept it, so you're going to have to do stop and start here. Yeah, Let's yeah, see yeah. how we do here. I think you'll be able to get all but one. Come on. Country songs, 200. In the Hank Williams song, it precedes what you got cooking. Drinking. Nope. Hey, good looking. Hey, good looking. What is hey I was about looking? cooking something up with me, Ian. What is hey good looking? That's right. Okay. Country 400. Hey, we bet hey, you hey. know this Kenny Rogers song that says, you got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. My pickup truck. Yeah, that one's easy. That's not it. Will you play? Leslie. What is the gambler? Right. Country song 600. She wrote the children's book, Coat of Many Colors, using lyrics from her classic song. Red Solo Cup. That's not is it. That Reba? That's, I think it's Dolly, Dolly, right? Yeah. Dolly or Reba. Leslie? Who is Dolly Parton? Oh, yes. Nice. Look at you. Country for eight. Marty Robbins sang, 
Out in the West Texas town of this, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. My pickup truck. I think it's Depo. Or Dupo. Sorry, Dupo. No, you know this one, Tone. Come on. I don't. I'm just blown away by by my pickup truck. (laughs) Leslie again. What is El Paso? Right. Country 4000. She got her big break in 1957 after winning Arthur Godfrey's Talent Scouts with the song heard here. Listen. I go on walking. Your father will be very disappointed. Tanya Tucker? This isn't one of the Jets, is it? Patsy Klein? Oh, there you go. Tommy. Who is Patsy Klein? The great Patsy Klein. Right you are. Sorry, the great pickup truck. (laughs) Anyone starting with a P? Uh, for some reason, after the John Mayer story, I should have let everybody know that Lance, ba- uh, Lance Bass and the husband, his husband, are, are they're pregnant. So congratulations. Why do you got to the- why? Huh? Why are those two things similar? Connected? I don't know. It just seemed like alphabetical order. Uh, finally, <laughs> this, this video is so good, by the way. I told you. It's a great watch. It's so awesome. Three movies to look forward to. Two of them, the trailers are on the blog. Wreck-It Ralph 2, trailer on the blog. Lego uh, Movie 2, trailer on the blog. They both look fantastic. Lego Movie 2. Yep. Lego Movie 1 was awesome. It was. Big fan. And number three in the series is is in the works. And it stars Reese Witherspoon. Oh, stupid. I saw it. Legally Blonde? Legally Blonde 3 is coming. And you know what it's going to be. She says it's going to be about female empowerment. So you know she's going to have a daughter that's just like her that's trying to get into law school. I'll bet that's what it is. I bet it's going to be her actual daughter, too, because they look like they could be twins. On TV tonight, NBC has America's Got Talent. Also, Beach Shazam. Is that how you say it? Beach Shazam. Beach Shazam on Fox. Special guest star, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Also, NBC has the World of Dance. Uh, crappy birthdays, Mark Wahlberg, 47. Amanda Crew, you probably don't know her name. She's Monica in HBO Silicon Valley, and damn, she's hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she is so hot. She is. She is so hot. <laughs> Pete Wentz from Fall Boys, 39. Oh, they played before the game last night. Did you yep. see that? Mm-hmm. That's what Riz was saying. I did not Ooh. see the pregame. Uh, Nick Kroll is 40. Ron Livingston, that is uh, Peter Gibbons in Office Space. He's oh, yeah. 51. Hey, Peter. Jeff Garland, the dad on the Goldbergs, also Jeff from Curb Your Enthusiasm, is 56. And today's Burton Birthday of the Day. If you are currently inside a Starbucks or any type of coffee shop, or you're in an elevator, you could thank this man for the sweet, sweet sounds that or are filling up your bur- <laughs> Kenny <laughs> G is 62. <laughs> today's Porno Birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, <laughs> is Mark Anthony. Today's birthday boy has done more punishing than a judge who woke up on the wrong side of the bed in 1,091 fine films, including 18 Inches of Mayhem in the Jungle. What? Aw, <laughs> ish, white mama, you got that ass. Ask me if I love big boobs. This can't be the Chappelle show. Also in a movie called You a Fat Ho. <laughs> In a movie called Everybody Get Your Orgy On. And who can forget her unforgettable role in Whoa, 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 Who Let the Black Guy In? Oh, no. No. And by the way, Mark Anthony is the black guy, just to let you know. He is 48 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. Gentlemen, we got us a black man. Yes, Jeff? Uh, Because the locks will be changed if I don't mention it, Julie Burton's birthday is today. Oh, my God. Happy birthday. Have a great 38th birthday. Make sure we send her an edible arrangement, okay? Okay, I will. You know what? Just give me the cash. I'll take care of it. In her honor, Real or Fake Picks next. I want to uh, remind you guys that that online auction, bigbidstl.com, auction ends tomorrow. Over a half a million dollars in services and merch up for grabs. 
BigBidSTL.com. I mean, stuff from Gateway Motorsports Park. Uh, not to mention all the wedding receptions and, and jewelry gift certificates for the ladies. Stuff from Mortsworth Jewelry. You know, yeah. We were talking about it yesterday, and I, I saw like like transportation for you to, and you know, like if you want to take a group of people to like the winery oh, or yeah. something like that, you don't have to drive. Everything from lawnmowers to window treatments. I like how I'm on the site here, and it says like it's got a little section Riz's picks, so it's like your five favorite things. All on my there. favorite things on there. Yep, and then uh, I just clicked on here, and I saw they have a thing that uh, is for a kids' gym. And it's a year, so it's once a month for a year. You could drop your kids off at night and go have a date night, and they watch your kids. Oh, yeah, and some great prices. That's incredible. Like some amazing prices on there. So BigBidSTL.com. It's the online auction, and bidding ends tomorrow. So make sure you get on that. All right, with that being said, gentlemen, yes, we're all here for one reason. One reason only. I don't think this is the only reason. No, but I just um, others. Our real or fake picks. Boobs go bouncy when you dance. Worthy of a second glance. If you think your boob just get in the way, you are wrong. Boobs are great. I wanna grab them. I wanna shake them. I wanna knock knock because boobs. I wanna squeeze them. I wanna slap them. I wanna punch them because boobs. Oh, come on. Bring them back. Boobs. Yeah, there's your boobs. There they are. Boobs. All right, 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Check out the cans for week number four. Sponsored by Patricia's We're Fun and Fantasy Meat. Uh, a reminder, next Friday is the big Jeff Burton, Tony Patrico walk to Hubbard. Mm-hmm. Walk to the new building. And hopefully by the end of this week, we'll have the uh, website up where you get to see the route. So I'm thinking like a marathon. People line the streets. (laughs) (laughs) With signs that say, walk! Uh Where people line the streets and just, you know, have their signs out. Maybe we'll have some water stops. It's going to be fun. I'm going to hit the road with you guys. I'll be walking as well. Not the the hallway. Oh, come on. (laughs) But we did everything together, don't we, Tony? Yeah, everything together. He's being overdramatic. <laughs> I'm being overdramatic. Okay. You walk 15 miles then. Well, I don't have don't to. have to. We won. <laughs> exactly. So don't tell me about overdramatic. Ah. Winners get to drive. <laughs> you were you were neurotic for um, uh, damn near a month leading up to the stand-up Yeah, but you guys, told me, you guys told me to relax. Mm-hmm. And right, I, I never once went, he's being overdramatic. I'll admit, I was, I'll admit I was being a little overdramatic because <laughs> that's what I do. That's my thing. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yes. Uh, the uh, loser for this competition, it's two songs at Scarlet uh, Scarlet's Cabaret over on the east side. Winner gets to pick the songs. And I believe we have some movement in our 24-hour lock-in punishment. No. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, real movement. And I think we're going to get a date on the calendar for July. So. That's right. Details it's going to be forthcoming fun. on that. It's going to be fun. Okay, so here we go. Week number four in our competition. And uh, as it stands right now, uh, myself, Tony, and Moon all tied for first place with nine points. Yeah. Jeff and King Scott bringing up the rear with six points. Mm. You guys were locked out last week? No, no, no. I, I didn't change oh. that. They got Everybody got points last week. It was the week before. 
I will tell you this, though. You tell on, me. On these boobs here, I have changed my lock now a total of four times. Ooh. Whoa. Wow. And that I'm not happy. Dangerous. That is definitely dangerous. Not happy. Usually it's the first instinct yeah, that, that never is correct. Change. I have I have changed it now four times. Like high school yearbook. Never change. Never change. <laughs> All right, so let's get to it. 1057thepoint.com slash cans. One point for each correct answer, real or fake. Unless it's your lock. Your lock will get you two points if you're right. Zero points locked out if you are wrong, regardless of your other picks. All right, Tones, here we go. Photo number one. Photo number one. We've got ourselves a uh, low-cut black shirt here. Um, we're not seeing a whole lot, but what we are seeing is huge. I will tell you that. Yeah. They you look can tell that these are large breasts. Very tight. But with it being a black shirt, and we're not and quite tight. sure what's going on underneath either, these are uh, a, a difficult set it's here. Tough pick. Tough pick here. All right, I'm going to uh, cast the, uh, the first pick, and I say real. Real for photo number one. Tones. I also went real. Moons. <laughs> Good for her. I went real. Jeff. I went real. <laughs> All right. I'm going to throw up. I went fake. King Scott goes fake. <laughs> oh, man. This Please be fake. Was, Please. I was going real. I was just like, Scott's oh. losing. By the Boy. way, he was he was out there, and he doesn't really curse all that often, but he was awfully close. I don't think I've ever heard him curse. We just discussed I yesterday said that you don't, right? Uh, you re- he, heard it well, here and there. Yeah, well, largely. <laughs> I'll say strong this, language from this, now to... This competition will change a person. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man. Like, I was in the hallway, and he was looking at it just going, I hate this. The stress of he's this gonna, competition will change a person. He's going to be so stressed out, he's not going to be a virgin by the time uh-huh. this is over, so... Huh. Yeah, he's when I first started joining this competition, I was a virgin who didn't cuss. <laughs> Where are we today? All right, let's go. Uh, photo uh, number two, Patrico, a description, please. Photo number two, this lovely lady, she's got a button-down shirt on that she has not buttoned up yet, and uh, the girls are out. They oh, are they out, are. and they are about, uh, <laughs> and they are huge, and they are right there. Yeah, she's leaning forward, and she almost has her breasts uh, kind of... Shelved. Resting, shelved. Yeah, resting she's on doing her the forearm. forearm. Yeah, the forearm shelf. Yeah. yeah. All right, King Scott. Photo number two. I went real on these. Let me Jeff. guess. Everyone else fake. Uh, I went real. Moon. Good for her. Real. Tony. I've gone real. And I have gone real as well <laughs> for photo number two. All real. And finally, photo number three. Photo number three. How terrific is it? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We've got ourselves a white tank top, black bra underneath, and thank you. Yeah, what a great picture. Really, really is. I love it. I got not much else to say except for, yep. Apologize you couldn't find a uh, white tank top that fit you. Yeah, a little little tight. A little tight. Yeah, she's got the girls kind of pushed up in there, too. A little bit. All right, uh, Moon, photo number three. Uh, I went um, real. Good for her. Tony? I went fake. Oh. I went real. King Scott. All right. And these are the Jeff Burton's uh, pick for King Scott's future wife. Uh, (laughs) And I went real on these. And Jeff. I went real. Son of a bitch. I don't think that's a bad. I don't no, think that's a really bad choice, not. though. Especially yeah. where you're sitting. These are I, tough to tell. Tough tots to tell. This was not an easy one. 
All right, so Patrico on Fake Island for photo number three, much like uh, King Scott is on Fake Island for photo number one. All right, it all comes down to our locks, the most important pick, our most confident picks. And let's start with King Scott, your lock of the week. My lock is number two. King Scott locks in at number two. Jeff Burton. My lock is number two, real. Jeff Burton locks in at number two. Moon. Absolutely. Real lock two. Wow. Moon locks in at number two. Tony Patrico. So I told you I changed it. I went number one. I went number two. I went number one. I went number two. I, I ended go. up with number two. Now Patrico locks in at number two. And I have locked in at number two as well. There you have it. Less than anybody thinks I'm cheating. There it is right there. Mm-hmm. Lock number two. Mm-hmm. Number two, number two, number two. Now I have to go to the bathroom. Thank you. Okay, so there they are. We've made our picks. I want you guys to log on to that website and this, make your picks. King Scott is This is nervous. where they split. One of you guys is going to be last. Unless we all lock out because we all have the same pick. Yeah. That's true. For our lock, so. And then you'll both still be last. 1057thepoint.com <laughs> slash cans. Thank you, ladies. Thank you to our fine sponsor. Thank you to Scarlet's. Thank you all for listening. And any more thank yous? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Riz. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Bleach Company. Appreciate it. This is the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. You know, I'm disappointed in you, Patrico. What did I do? What this time? You were supposed to remind me that yesterday was National Cheese Day, and you didn't. What the hell, Tony? That's your job. Ever since Don't you moved that, in with your dad, your job. Ever Don't since put that you, evil on me. I celebrated. <laughs> Yesterday was a National Cheese Day, which really doesn't need its own holiday to make sure we appreciate it. But who doesn't like cheese? I know a few people. You do? You better I'm, name them. Is I it know, because I their know. body Jeff doesn't Wells. like the cheese? So I'm never going to hang out with them. Jeff Wells. He hates cheese. <laughs> Your buddy hates cheese. Huh? Yeah, hates it. Hates cheese, but only eats cheese pizza. I don't get it. That doesn't make sense. He doesn't like cheese on anything, doesn't like Cheez-Its, doesn't like Doritos, but only eats cheese pizza. Weird. Wow. Uh, I know somebody that's just like that, but I also know somebody that does the opposite. Free Beer Dave won't eat cheese on pizza. Does he remove it? He he won't get it. He orders it without cheese. Huh. Well... So I actually don't think I like him anymore. So I just lost him as a, a person. weird guy. I'm My son delete his number. <laughs> only likes melted cheese. Doesn't like doesn't like whole cheese. I've slices. heard that before. I've heard that. Uh, I had a, I think it was a stepbrother for a while that he just put a, a slice of American cheese on a paper plate and put it in the microwave and he was down to go. But if and, you just put the cheese on the wait, nope. And yet what? Yeah. I so think last so. night uh, my daughter's friend was over and I was cooking up burgers. I said, "Hey, you want a cheeseburger?" And he said. Uh, he said, yeah. So, I, of course, I put the cheese on the burger, melted on there. And he goes, I, I don't like this. Like, what do you mean? You wanted a cheeseburger, not melted cheese. So he just wants you to pull the hamburger off the grill and then put the cheese on it then. Yeah. Weird. Weird, huh? Yeah. I said, can you be any more of a pain in the ass? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> you said took us, though. Exactly. I actually did say took us. Did you really? I did. That is true. I, uh. I think I like every single type of cheese I've ever tried. I don't like stinky cheese. I like. And I don't like blue cheese. I like oh, the I the beginning of the stinky cheese. Like you dip your your toes into the stinky cheese wa- uh, waters. I'm okay with that. But once you get to the point where it's where it, when we're starting to smell like feet, 
I'm out. You know what? what once it starts getting to like the, uh, you know, the mold veins, mm-hmm. like the blue mold veins mm-hmm. on, yeah. on we're, t- we're, we're, we're bouncing out. out. Not nope. a fan. But huh? at the same time, and this is weird too, is I don't like blue cheese at all. Unless it's like homemade blue cheese. People don't like blue cheese. Like and they also don't like f- uh, feta cheese. But those are so I good. like feta cheese. I like feta. Yeah, I like I'm feta. A fan. But I know what you're saying overall. I'm a fan of feta. A, it's not one of the bigger ones. People get weirded out by that. My mother uh, hates Parmesan. And I mean like hates it. If you want to see my mom get violent, throw a spider and Parmesan cheese at her and she'll hit you. Yeah, that's, I don't why, like, that's why we broke up actually. <laughs> I don't like a ago. Parmesan that comes in the can, you know, like the green can that mm-hmm. doesn't have to be oh, fridged. Could, I like that. Wood yeah, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, it's made of wood pulp. It's a jam. Put a little bit of that on some popcorn. What's up? Yeah, but you're doing I, I fresh of health stuff. I have, no, I know. I just don't like the flavor of it. I, I fresh grate. Oh. I'll buy the block. I'll fresh grate every time. Mm. What? Still haven't just, met a cheese. I don't that, like. It's it's it just it just shows the two differences of like our lifestyles. Like you're like I buy fresh parmesan and I'll, I'll fresh grate the whole time. And in my life, I never would have ever thought about fresh grating parmesan <laughs> cheese ever. No, I get the old, I get the microplane out. That's what we did it growing up. We didn't have the cheese in the can. Well, twenty three percent of Americans almost always add cheese to their food anyway. As far as uh, aside from National Cheese Day, yeah, I can't imagine the last time that I grilled a burger at my house and did not put cheese on it. I'm the only one in the house normally that puts cheese on it, but I why do a burger without cheese? Seventeen percent said they add cheese to every meal. Every meal, seventeen percent of people. Cheddar makes everything better. It ain't a party without Havarti, you know. <laughs> we could do this all day. <laughs> I know cheddar I mean, makes it better, but everything's better with feta. Oh, you better. <laughs> Trying to it's write all Swiss. Help it's me all out. <laughs> hey, songwriter, help me out with Swiss over here. Uh, My life is more has more bliss when I have plenty of Swiss. They don't even need me. That is true. Was that a Tom Petty quote? Something's amiss. There Burton. ain't no Swiss. There you go. See? <laughs> I'm here, and then you take it here. Favorite types of cheese. Go ahead. What is number one for America? Oh, American. American. Nope. Cheddar. Cheddar. Damn right it is. I'm, I was going to say American cheddar American. if you wouldn't have cut me off. 17% say cheddar. Followed by? Swiss, easily. No. American cheese. No. Really? Pepper Jack. Uh, mozzarella. Uh, mozzarella is number two. Monster. American is three. Pepper Jack, four. And provolone, five. Hmm. A nice good Colby Jack. Oh, boy. That's a good mixer. Yeah. Now, blue cheese is the cheese we like the least. 25% of people say it's their least favorite. Followed by Limburger. I don't like goat cheese. That's on here. Goat cheese. Oh, man. I, I, had, some, I had some fried goat cheese uh, a while back, and yeah. I would fight you for that right now. <laughs> American cheese is the uh, fourth least liked. Mm. Yeah, made both lists. And then Swiss. Swiss is least liked? Yeah. Damn. Fifth least liked. Baby Swiss, man, all day long. Whew. We have cheese in five or six different types and shapes in our house. We got those little wheels. Yeah, I got the wheel. I got the wheel with those those baby bells. Laughing bells. Baby bells. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then they come in a little bag. Uh Those are perfect for kiddos. They're perfect for lunches, perfect for picnics. Uh, I also have the the ones that come in the 
The it's like a pie. That is laughing cow. The, yeah, that's the, the, ones, the pie. The ones where you open it up and, and it's, it's slice. individual slices. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are perfect. The as well. They're Swiss on that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. If you're a Swiss fan, then we got like the full mozzarella ball. Yeah, you know, and the water. Yes, and then uh, and we we don't do the only thing we don't do is the cheese product singles, but we do like the singles that come from the the Colby Jack singles. Yeah. And those. The Sargento ones? Yeah, exactly. We yeah. used to be a Kraft Singles family, but now we've gone to like the uh, the the longer packs that have the individual slices in it. Yeah, like the, the Sargento. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we oh, have it's pretty good. every every type of cheese in there. There's a drawer just with cheese in it. I, I would what do you, you call this? it? Do you call it your cheese drawer? It's called the mm-hmm. cheese it's a good, drawer. You know, there's no confusion that way. Mm-hmm. Some sharp, like a stick of Cracker Barrel sharp cheddar. Mm, that yeah. is so good. Oh, that's good. Cracker Barrel. Oh, they sell them at the stores. Like it's really? a, Ooh, like sh- it's like it's like super fa- like super famous. Like the cheese, like the the sharp cheddar, the Swiss oh, yeah. from Cracker Barrel is like in famous. A, in a little uh, and square and square. Yeah, yeah like oh. a rectangle. It almost looks rectangle, like yeah. it looks like the inside of a Velveeta thing. You remember the Velveeta? Right. Yeah. yeah. It looks like that, oh, but I'm it's, get it's that. vacuum packed. It's so good. Oh, good. It sounds fantastic. You know, Schnucks has a very good cheese section, by the way. Mm-hmm. You go inside of Schnucks, most of them have a very good cheese. Uh, cheese counter that uh deerberg's up off of manchester or 100 that's got a, good one that's too. Got a really good yeah. cheese area is there the other day thank god i didn't run into you because I, I know was there the other day too. i called ahead <laughs> check the cheese aisle is there should be a there? Uh, very angry man walking around is he, uh, is he in and around the cheese area because i'm not allowed to be there at the same time let me tell you about some events coming up uh, uh thursday moon is at the qt in hazelwood He's out there with Mountain Dew from noon to two. Absolutely right. Free Mountain Dew ice. Uh, Thursday evening, myself and Jeff and Tony are at the Big St. Charles Motorsports Bike Night starting at six. Friday, Jeff is at the Dirt Sheep in South County from five to seven. And then Saturday, Patrico is at the Walmart in Lake St. Louis from noon to two. You got it. More details, 1057thepoint.com. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So a junior high school teacher, science teacher, been charged with animal cruelty in Idaho after allegedly feeding a puppy to a snapping turtle in front of his students. What? Yep. This teacher fed a puppy to a snapping turtle in front of his students. So Robert Crosland was charged last Friday with one count of misdemeanor animal cruelty after word spread that he fed a live puppy to a turtle in front of kids at this high school on uh, March the 7th. Preston Junior High. Jeez. And I believe that's uh, where they did Napoleon Dynamite. That That's how? Mm-hmm. Preston, Idaho. Uh, this happened on March the 7th, two weeks later. State officials took and uh, euthanized the snapping turtle. Wait, why? As, I guess it's an invasive species in the state. Oh, okay. I was like, why did that go too? And several online petitions have called for this guy to be fired. And one now has more than 188,000 signatures. If convicted, the teacher faces penalties of up to six months in jail and a fine of up to $5,000. I'm not sure why he did this. I don't know either. Science teacher. Maybe it was some sort of food chain thing. But uh, puppy you know, and a snapping turtle. You know how you could describe that? Uh, just talk about it. Yeah. 
maybe draw something. Oh, I'm definitely not justifying it. I'm just trying maybe to get in chart, the idiot's head. Maybe a chart of some kind, maybe some slides. But if you're feeding puppies to snapping turtles in front of kids, I think maybe a little traumatizing yeah. for the kids. I don't know. <laughs> you know, kids are too soft these days. Right. Uh, dumb question. The puppy didn't make it, I'm assuming. Is that right in the original story? I or don't do we believe know? so. Okay. That's just so sad. I don't believe so. Why don't we just feed him oh to the snapping turtle? Oh, my God. So the puppy was sick. Um, it was it was like going to die. Oh, the puppy was going to die? Yeah, and one of the parents said, this is a quote from a parent. This is unbelievable. It was, a, it was a deformed puppy that was going to die anyway. It was going to be put down. It is a very, it's very much an example of the circle of life. If you're not fine with it, leave the room. Wow. A school administrator says there's a lot of humane things that you could do. Feeding a live animal to a reptile right. is not humane, and it is not okay. Not in the classroom, not anywhere. Oh, yeah, you have a terminal illness, so we'll just throw you off a cliff. Circle of life, Jeff. Right. Circle oh, of life. And we'll do that. We'll throw you off a cliff in front of a bunch of kids. Former students uh, said that they have witnessed exotic snakes and reptiles in his classroom before. All said that they recall the teacher feeding guinea pigs to snakes and snapping yeah, turtles what's, what's as the difference between, uh, you know, having a, 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 a snake and feeding it a, a rat? Uh, it's not a puppy case. first, and it's their food. Yeah, that's it. It's not a puppy. It's not and a puppy. It's just different. And it's also their food. It's what they eat. Snapping well, turtles snapping largely turtle. don't eat puppies. How do you know? Because Mr. snapping turtle expert. That's exactly. You didn't know that, Jeff did you? Snapping turtle Burton. <laughs> I don't think carnivorous snapping turtles are very choosy. They're going to get whatever man they're going to eat. Whatever. What I'm saying is, it's more accepted that at a pet store, a snake is going to eat. A yeah, mouse. The difference is it's a puppy. Right. It just is different. It just is. Why can't that be a reason? It just is. Just is. Just is. Sorry. Why is this wrong? You don't like that reason. Why is this wrong? Because it is. <laughs> no. You don't like, why don't you I like think that you made reason? a really good point for the other argument. Why? Why? I mean, because you're like, using like PETA quotes. Like, what's the difference between a pig and a dog? It just is. Like, I mean, you're not going to eat your dog. Yeah. But you made an argument that they would make with, if you're going to feed it. Yeah, but it's me saying it. (laughs) And it's Tony saying it. Yeah. So to our side, it just is. And that's our reason. It's really tough to argue. All right, fine. You feed puppies and snapping turtles. If you're okay with it. I didn't say I was okay with it. You seem to be all right with it. I just said, no, I'm saying that you said something that somewhat is an argument for the other side. How is that an argument to the other side? Because it's, I mean, how is it not? You, you're using the exact argument that PETA uses against eating animals. Okay, well, I'll tell to you them, why you can do it. Because to them, snake, that's a good reason. A snake is out in the wild with rats, and a snake eats rats. That is what it eats. Okay. That's its food. That's its diet. And a puppy is just a domesticated wolf. And if Snapping like, turtles don't go around going, where's some puppies for me to snack on? What? Looking for a puppy. It, what are you talking about? They're, they're going around looking for any sort of food. Right. They're looking for food out there. There's not there's not there's not an overabundance of wild random puppies running around. Uh I, dude, I don't know how far you're willing to go with this, but like 
All the way, baby. Okay, so, yeah. so what you're saying is you're cool with this then? No, of course That's not. That's what you just said. Yes, it is. It's not what I said, stupid. You can't. Oh, no. Calling me wow. stupid. Damn. You're the one that's being on both sides of the fence right now. No, so. I'm, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not, dude. I'm 100%. No, I'm not. You're telling us that we can't say that, but yet at the same time you're going, you it's not right. That. Hey, stop it's that. Right. So I didn't say that you can't say that. I just said that he actually made somewhat of an argument for the other side. That's all I said. No, he didn't. I think, yes, he did. He used a I line that, that is being used the on the other side. The snapping turtle went to the snapping turtle grocery store. Of course, this is wrong. <laughs> and there's just a meat section. That's it. There's nothing separated. It's just meat. Tony. Whereas I'm, we go, all right, I'm going to make I'm sorry. Drops. You only may refer to me as stupid from now on. That's go on. Stupid. Uh, I, uh, I'm on your side with this. I don't feel Doesn't this, seem like this it. was right. And you're just pushing buttons just to push buttons. I'm just saying what, it, what I'm saying. It doesn't feel like you are. <laughs> I'm just saying what I'm saying. I'm gonna write that on the board too. I'm just it's just saying not what I'm right saying. to feed puppies to snapping turtles in front of kids. Correct. Oh, I absolutely just, agree just with you. Not right. <laughs> I Why? Because agree with you. because it's just because it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't give you a reason right now, but because. So in okay. fifth grade, let's say they have a, a, a pet snake and they they're feeding it the mice. Yeah, it's okay. And what I'm saying is, not what I'm saying. Oh, I know what you're saying. Well, no, not what I'm saying, but what others would say that is somewhat of a relevant point or a relevant argument is how is it different? Uh, you know I how feel it's that it's different too, and I can't explain you know how why. It's, you know how it's different? Because it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen. <laughs> that, I, and that's my I, argument. I, I agree with that <laughs> silly logic because it totally makes sense to me too. But Okay, so we're on the same side. No need to argue. I'm not arguing. I'm just saying it is an interesting thing that you brought up the line that would be used to argue. The line is, I think it's weird and not right. So there you go. That's it. It's pretty messed Debate up. Debate over. Where did this happen again? This is the Idaho town? Preston, Idaho, which yeah. is where Napoleon Dynamite is from. Yeah, so many artists. Uh, do you know the name uh, Howard Schultz? Yeah, he uh, is the creator of Peanuts. Mm. No relation. <laughs> he is the uh, Starbucks executive chairman. The head muckety-muck. And he announced yesterday that he is leaving Starbucks after 40 years. This guy made this company, and his decision comes with reports that he is considering running for president in 2020. And he told the New York Times, one of the things I want to do in my next chapter is to figure out if there is a role I could play in giving back. I'm not exactly sure what that means yet. And then when asked point blank if he plans to run for office, he replied, I intend to think about a range of options, and that could include public service, but I'm a long way away of uh, from making any decisions about the future. And just so you know, since joining Starbucks in 19, 1987, so I guess it's 30 years. Whoa. Is it is it 87 or 77? I'm not sure. He's been with Starbucks for a while. I'm not sure if it's 30 or 40 years. But uh, Howard Schultz oversaw the company grow from 11 stores to 28,000. And this man basically changed the way that people consume coffee. 86 to 2000 and then 08 to 2017. So there was a And then 2017 to 2018 as well. Charles Schultz, by the way. Was the yeah, Charles guy. Yeah, I know. Oh. Uh, I mean, wouldn't you say this man changed the way that we look at coffee and Absolutely. consume coffee? For sure. Because of this man, my oldest will leave Eureka to get a Starbucks before coming back to Eureka and then driving the quarter mile from our house yeah. to her work. This man figured out that Americans will overpay for coffee. Mm-hmm. He's worth a lot of And money. made a gazillion dollars from it. I think it said 
2.8 billion he's worth. 2.8 yes, billion is what he has in his front pocket. I right feel like now, you want so to say something. I, I just feel bad. I just want to apologize to stupid over there. I'm I'm sorry that I called you. Well, stupid. that didn't. I mean, I want to apologize to sure that was a... Apologize. Nope. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. I Apology love not accepted. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to accept it. I'm sorry, Patrico. You don't I'm have to accept it. Here, sure. Tony, it's right over here on the I'm table. Sorry, you you want to get me. it? Go ahead. Let's sit it there. I might. I might accept you, it. Later. It's over here if you later. need it. Oh, I it's still it raw. That's what you wanted to the do. The wounds are still raw. <laughs> really, pushing buttons. Uh, Facebook has announced it's dropping the trending topics section. Four years after they launched it back in 2014, uh, and announcing the news last Friday, Facebook's head of news products wrote in a blog post, it accounted for less than 1.5% of clicks to news publishers on average. From research, we found that over time, people found the product to be less and less useful. Remember, trending topics caused controversy for Facebook back in 2016 when a former contractor who'd worked on the feature alleged that colleagues kept news about conservative topics out of it. And then after that little uproar, Facebook got rid of human moderators for the trending topics and had algorithms decide what would appear. However, that led to issues with false and, you know, conspiracy stories appearing on the section during uh, the 2016 presidential campaign. So they couldn't win. So they're like, you know what? We're just getting rid of it. And getting rid of it now is part of uh, Facebook making changes to how news is presented after all that criticism about how Facebook was uh, used for election uh, interference. Did you ever look at that little section, trending topics? No. Well, every once in a while, I'll click on it. Now I, you can't anymore. Yeah. All right, I, have to, I have to address this. This is somebody going back to the snake puppy thing. Somebody said over on Facebook, they sent us a message and said, Patrico, for real, that's your argument because there aren't wild puppies running around in the woods. Snapping turtles eat everything. The reason it's different is because the animal was alive. If it was already dead, it would be fine feeding the turtle the puppy. I'm glad Moon has a brain. You dummy. They give whoa, whoa, snakes whoa, whoa, live whoa, whoa, Hey, hey whoa, well, I, you can't whoa. call him that if I can't yeah, call I can. him that. I can do what I want. <laughs> You, you can't. You got to be kidding me with that. That's your argument. Your argument against my argument is: if the puppies was was dead, it'd be fine. They feed snakes live rats. It's not like you kill. You break the rat's neck and go. There you go. I'm dropping it in. Sure, they <laughs> serve frozen rats to snakes, but nine times out of ten, you drop the real rat in there. The snake goes, eats it, gone. So stop with that argument. Well, somebody Jerk. says on Twitter that we're soft because of our stance on this. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, they, okay, that's that's that same person also said people eat dogs. Okay, nope. Go, go to Korea where they do that then. Have fun over there. <laughs> Ridiculous. I'm fine. I'm, I'm soft. That's all right. Yeah. If you want to call me soft for not wanting my child to see a live puppy, injured or not, <laughs> fed to another animal, I'm soft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cottonelle soft. That's fine by me. Yeah, call me Charmin because... <laughs> 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 I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm fine I'm with sure, that. I, by the way, I'm also sure that the school would be super fine if the teacher came out and said, hey, guys, I've got a dead puppy here. I'm going to feed it to the snapping turtle. Everybody went, ah, that's cool. No big deal. You're fine. Get out of here. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good? No. <laughs> don't, call, don't, call, don't call somebody a dummy if you don't like being called stupid, though. Careful. 
What about the apology? It's still, it's still on the table. It's still oh, it's over here. I think you should leave it. Oh, my oh, gosh. He just knocked it off like a cat. <laughs> you just threw it on the floor. <laughs> Did you just throw Moon's apology what, on the floor? What a jerk, dude. Pick that Are up. Are you grinding it into the carpet? <laughs> <laughs> Pick it up. There's dust bunnies and M&Ms down there. Ooh, there's M&Ms? Of course. Yeah, like, uh, from your old afternoon show. <laughs> And that's your news brought to you by GMT Auto Sales West in O'Fallon, Missouri. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Uh, sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Cardinals back in action tonight as they take on Skate the Miami boys. Marlins. That's the wrong oh, that's sport. <laughs> Carlos Martinez gets the start at the uh, as he returns from the disabled list, also making his return. Yadier Molina. Uh, and after great. a few rehab starts in Springfield, he's back. And uh, that's after that uh, real bad, terrible coin purse injury that he suffered. <laughs> First pitch tonight schedule for 7-15. Washington Capitals are now one game away from winning the Stanley Cup. They destroyed the Golden Knights last night, 6-2 in Washington. Six different Capitals had goals, including one from former Blue T.J. Oshie. Game 5, the potential game winner, will be in Vegas on Thursday at 7 p.m. Isn't it crazy to think, and I know I keep going, I'm the guy that keeps going back to all the former Blues uh, players that are in the Stanley Cup final, Yeah, that David Perron was a magician with the puck on his stick, right? Yeah. Ryan Reeves has played in every game. David Perron, healthy scratch last night. Healthy scratch, huh? Well, yeah, because they wanted to do, what? what's his name? Um, I don't know what he wanted to do, t- but no, Perron has largely been rent- renting skates, I well, think. Well, it worked yeah. out well. Yeah, yeah, it really did. That was a move that they needed to lose. Actually, Perron to charging healthy Perron. scratch, huh? They were charging him for ice time, I think. Yeah. He was so useless out there. Uh, it's one of the greatest of all-time sports <laughs> moments. Joe Montana throwing the ball to Dwight Clark, who caught what we now know today as the catch. I believe I'm that was 1982 against the yeah, you're Bengals. Right. Yeah, no, no, it was, against, it was against the Cowboys. They went on to the, then beat the Bengals. Oh, yeah, they the did beat the Bengals in the Super Bowl. That's what I meant. Unfortunately, one half of that catch is no longer with us. Dwight Clark, who had been suffering from ALS, he passed away yesterday. He he was 61 years old. Finally here, the Oakland A's. They selected Kyler Murray with the ninth overall pick in yesterday's baseball draft, which could complicate his future because he is slated to be the starting quarterback for the University of Oklahoma. His name is Kyler? Kyler Murray, yeah. Uh, the assigned value of the ninth pick overall in the Mike. draft is $4.7 million. Murray, who backed up Baker Mayfield this last season, uh, they, by all by all accounts, he was going to be the starter and probably still will be. He told reporters last night, right now I'm not focused on baseball football situations. He did, however, add that he really wanted to play football in 2018. So we'll see what he does. I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. The Rosito Show, crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, folks. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza. St. Louis is only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. If you haven't heard yet, sometime this week, possibly, it may be announced. But it looks like ABC is, uh, well, they're saying it's quote-unquote imminent that they're going to do a reboot of the reboot of the Roseanne show. It's a reboot of the reboot. Yeah, and it looks like it might be centered around uh, Sarah Gilbert's character, Darlene. That's one of the speculations. So possibly even an announcement, uh, like I said, this week. Uh, Remember the guy who claimed that uh, Dr. Phil badly injured him? When his car allegedly plowed into him. I don't know if you guys remember this story or not. We we talked about it very, very briefly. Dr. Phil was not happy with this kid, I can tell Here's you. Here's a good idea. Let's all get drunk. All right. That's and not drive. No. Phil. 
but not. I don't. You don't Phil, remember this story? Do, do you? I'm horrified. Yeah, I know. Well, I remember him saying that. Uh, the video of this thing is what's going to save Dr. Phil. And you can see it on the blog if you want to. Because when it first came out, it made it sound like, okay, there was he was trying to come out of the, the, the parking structure. And there was a van sitting there. So Dr. Phil's whipping around the van. And then a skateboarder comes along. And he knocks him out the skateboard. And the guy's injured. Blah, 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 blah. Well, that's what, remember, Dr. Phil stuck his head out the window. And what said, are you doing, you effing little bitch? Yep. <laughs> I remember hearing that audio from the, uh, from the news. So this kid's name is Terrence Bembury, and he, guess what? Terrence's pants are on fire, because he's a liar, liar. Uh, Surveillance video, which you can see on the blog, showed he didn't even seem to get hurt at all. He barely even came off of his skateboard, by the way. It shows Dr. Phil trying to pass a van that's in front of him, but he was barely moving. So it wasn't a, get out of my way, van, and around him. No, it was very, you know, it's the, the speed that you would mm-hmm. pull out of a parking garage. That's all he did. See him pull around the van, coming in contact with the skateboarder. The impact seems super mild. Skateboarder able to get up. He even walks over and shakes Dr. Phil's hand, and you kind of see his face like, eh, hey, whatever. Yeah, to which Dr. Re- Dr. Phil replied, you can suck this. Oh, boy. <laughs> that is... <laughs> Not That's a separate case. By the way, just saying you can suck this, not admissible in court. You're effing him like a Thanksgiving turkey. You know what? That's what he tried to do to Dr. P. Because the skateboarder told Phil he was fine. Dr. P. Somebody yeah. touched my pee-pee. Oh, man. Now we're getting interested. With a vehicle? Doesn't With show a vehicle? The vehicle? Surveillance doesn't show that. So he goes over, he shakes Dr. Phil's hand, says he's fine, and then a passerby calls paramedics, and then he tells the EMTs, yes, I'm injured. Skateboarder was gearing up to sue Dr. Phil because he did lawyer up, claiming he experienced pain and injuries after the fact, and then the video comes out that shows everything I just uh, mentioned, and then here's a quote from the alleged victim's attorney. Uh, We have decided to no longer represent this guy in this matter. So he was looking for a payday, and he ain't getting it for uh, absolutely for sure. This was kind of a crazy story. Janet Jackson, who's got that 17-month-old kid with her now ex-husband. This past weekend, she had to call the cops and do a welfare check when the kid was with her ex-husband, the baby daddy. And the sheriff's department did confirm, because I called them and they called me mm-hmm. back. They did confirm that she called 911 Saturday night, checked on son Isa while uh, he was with the dad. Uh, in the custody there in a hotel quote deputies were there and the child was okay so they left now uh jack isn't the the baby daddy like a like a a billionaire or something it sounds like it from the name wasam almana that just sounds like somebody with a ton of money (laughs) doesn't it (laughs) name's not pete you know so he was with or the the kid was with the nanny and the nanny says that she was terrified that Janet Jackson's ex-husband's behavior and locked herself in a bathroom. She couldn't contact Janet. And you know why? Is because uh, the, the baby daddy, the ex-husband, refused to give the nanny the Wi-Fi password. So I guess she couldn't get in contact with Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson mm-hmm. calls the cops. The kid was fine, but uh, I'm assuming that this story is going to continue uh, because I don't think the ex-husband's all there. I could be completely wrong. Well, yeah. Look up this guy. I think I think he's like a gazillionaire. Or some yeah, kind he's of chic or yeah. I looked it up and it's uh, he's worth sixteen gazillion dollars. Ah, I think it's what okay. it is. Wasam Almana is Qatari-born retail entrepreneur. Has a net worth of one billion dollars. Uh-huh. Janet Jackson is probably not too far behind. He's also the king of uh, Rhythm Nation, I believe. <laughs> Janet, Janet Jackson's, Jackson's net worth. Music yeah. reference. One hundred and seventy-five million dollars. He's a billion, right? Ooh. 
Uh, no. What duet finally happened in Vegas at this guy's very short residency that took 14 years to happen? Anybody, anybody. One Nobody song. Nobody will ever get this. One song. Let's see who out of these two. Moon, Patrico, ready? Hit it and we'll see who figures it out first. Go. It was a trash truck and a trash worker. Is that William Hung? William Hung and a Richard Martin. You got it. Its audio was How fantastic. Did you get that? I was there, I thought I was going to guess that was a brick being tossed into a dryer. No. Uh-huh. I recorded that on my phone, but from here. Yes, finally the duet that happened was brick and dryer <laughs> got together. So he ended his residency on Saturday, and he, and he didn't tell anybody that uh, Bill Hung was going to be there, and he came out and he performed. He didn't sing a whole hell of a lot. High-quality video, as you can tell, and it's up on cool. the blog. Cool, the song you... I came to see, and now a That's guy who was... can't sing is going to sing it. I was thinking Great. the same thing. It's like the one big hit that a lot of people came to see, and, and there's William Hung singing it instead. Great. Uh, and some more music stuff here. We laughed. I'm sure we all did when uh, AJ for the Backstreet Boys said that uh, he was going to come out with a country album and a country song and kind of shake things up a little bit. Well, he got himself a country song, and it's called Back Porch Bottle Service. And Check here her we out. go. I know DJ, and I'll bet you he'll play anything you want. I did it to my dog. Got a table for two. Quit a wrap around you. Just side the door. Baby, step into a little back. Okay, this sounds good. It works. I'm, listen, I'm not a country music fan, but this sounds like every other country song. So. Yep. Like a pop country song? It's not, it's, it's again, not terrible. And there is a rap part to it. Well, of course there is. Yeah. Country rap, a little country rap. All right, some uh, music, some interesting music facts. This is all courtesy of Mr. Tony Patrico sent me this link. Some kind of cool stuff. First ever commercial CD pressed was in 1984, September of Whose Was It? Mm. Mm. There's a pair of, it's a very iconic album cover. Uh, the Eagles. Not the Eagles. Depeche Mode. No, he's much closer genre wise. I don't even remember, and I sent you the list. <laughs> God, uh, he, he's got a nice tushy. Steve Miller. Ooh, no. George Michael. Bruce Springsteen's Born nah. in the USA. Justin Timberlake's "Rock Your Body" was originally written for what Michael pop Jackson. artist? Nope, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. The Oxford. <laughs> Jerk. The Oxford English Dictionary credits what band that is is played on this radio station for popularizing, if not coining, the word mullet. Through their song, Beastie Mullethead. Boys. Beastie Boys for the win. Okay. Well done. More Ramones shirts have been sold worldwide than their actual albums combined. True. Oh, duh. Yes. Well done. <laughs> In Walmart. 12 hours of music are uploaded where every single minute? Uh, iTunes. Sound, SoundCloud. In the year 2000, what band turned down $1 billion to do a 100, cons- 100 show concert ABBA. tour? ABBA. What St. Louisan originally wanted to be a photographer, and then he started playing the guitar so they could afford to buy cameras and whatnot? Oh Charles Berry. Charles Berry. Where you he got those, them cameras. Where are the cameras, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> what cost the music industry $12.5 billion every single year? Illegal downloads. You got it. Mm-hmm. You're good at this game. 
Thanks, man. What singer from, uh, let's say, a boy band from the '60s actually was has a lifelong fear of water? Uh, this is uh, one of the Beach Boys. Yes, Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. Uh, Brian Wilson. And finally, this is just a piece of information instead of trivia. The lyrics of all the number... Think about this. The lyrics of all the number one singles on the Billboard charts over the last 10 years average out to a third grade reading level. True. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) On TV tonight, NBC's got America's Got Talent. Beat Shazam uh, is on Fox. Shazam. What's that? Shazam. Karim Abdul-Jabbar is a guest ho- or guest star. What? You're 0 for 2. It's Kareem. <laughs> Come on, let's wrap this up. NBC has got World of Dance. <laughs> let's dance. This is the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Thank you all for tuning in. Donnie Fandango next. King Scott, thank you very much for the blog of the podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. What do we got? Well, we talked about Cheese Day, which I believe was yesterday. yesterday. We missed it. Uh, but yeah, but we talked about our favorite and least favorite kinds of cheese, and uh, I think all of us are a big fan of pretty much everything. There was a Gainesville man that was arrested after huffing and driving. We had some uh, sports stuff and some sports extras, and a teacher fed a puppy to a turtle in class, and we argued about it. That was fun. <laughs> yes, and you called Patrico stupid. Yes, but then I apologized. You did. Because that was wrong of me. <laughs> it was. And I truly apologize. All right. 1057thepoint.com slash. I'm sorry, man. I've been there. Uh, you know, you wish you could kind of just reach out there and grab it, take As it back. No, you're going over there. Oh, yeah. uh, you're stupid. You just can't. Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah, want to uh, take it follow back. Follow us on social media. At, I'm it's sorry, out there dude. forever. <laughs> That's not our social media handle. Yeah, it's at, man. I'm, come on. Forgive me. Uh, Patrico, video of the day. Video theme is uh, animals have balls, too. And... <laughs> I don't know why or what's happening here, but a zookeeper grabs a lion's testicles. See for yourself, 1057thepoint.com slash. Why are you doing that? We've all lost that bet. Come on. All right. Uh, Let's tell you about uh, Moon is at the QT in Hazelwood on Thursday with Mountain Dew Ice from noon to two. That's right. We got free Mountain Dew Ice and we have uh, uh, tickets. And I'll be handing out apologies if Patrico wants to come by. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, also on Thursday, Patrico, myself, and Jeff at the Big St. Charles Motorsports Bike Night. That starts at 6 o'clock. Friday, Jeff, dirt cheap South County from 5 to 7. And Saturday, Patrico is at the Walmart in Lake St. Louis from noon to 2. All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our Team Raise member of the day. We're shouting out Christy Lapka one more time Christy from St. Charles. So great. That's a yes. That's a great team. really yeah. want to hear this song. Welcome to the team. A brotherhood. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. The Rizzuto Show. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast. Powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.